This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Quip, and you guys right now can go to tryquip.com slash lasertime to save 10 bucks on refills. Welcome to episode 216 of what I can only presume is your favorite show, Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here in the Tyler Wilde Memorial Studio with me? I am mourning the loss as uh, the guest next to me sits in the Tyler, Tyler Wilde Memorial chair. His chair. His the chair. Last, the last thing we had to remember him by, broken half. Because <laughs> of Bob Mackey on a Talking Simpsons. What an I, asshole. I'm, I'm uh, Chris Antides Antista. Hi. Hi. And two special guests this week. First, we have... Hey, it's Henry Gilbert, and I uh, I still see Tyler's nudie light switch. That'll always be here. To <laughs> that was my that predates me. Oh, okay. That's well, been there forever. Then, is that wow. is that in bad taste? Someone made oh, fun of me for I'm that. We had it. we had a Teresa over. I'm like, that is a nude lady with light switch. Does that say something oh, about us? I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it ever. Should've, it's just been here since I moved in. Draped something over that. One of huh. three women have ever seen it, so I just never <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> uh... And other special guest, Brome Cold 216. Brome Cold straight out of Twin Peaks. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, yes. It's me, it's Brett. Yeah. The Brazzle Brett Dazzle Brett Elson. Brett Elson. Hey, hey, shut up, it's me. <laughs> Bring in the energy. Yeah. Um. I have, I, despite having not been here for a month, I've still mm-hmm. been on every week. Yeah. Somewhere wow. on Lay's time. <laughs> I, have, I have not yet left. Nice. We have a look at those Marvel cards coming up. It, up right now on youtube.com slash laser time that we Fun recorded before I left. way yes. earlier than that let we me recorded, just recorded so but we've been just wanting to share it with the world piece by piece well there's so many it's like backlogged even the season one that we mm-hmm. did last year of the marvel cards it was like we recorded them in huge batch yeah that was and on pre-9-11 it took, like, it took like two months <laughs> it's, it's possible it was uh, a very long long but satisfying recording but fellas y'all i'm excited this week because mm-hmm. I have never liked two new releases as much as I do this week. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and I like and I guess I'm not even including Rhyme, which I also liked a lot that oh, came yeah. out late last week. Yeah, we did um, talk about. it. We did, but I I don't know if we'd played it for very long yet. Um, oh. it, I, I I've seen it getting some middling reviews because it doesn't have like it's like Ico but without a hint of a story really from as what I, as far as I can tell. Huh. But they said something about spoilers. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, we can. I, I think a lot of people. No. All right. What you good. could play? I think a lot of people could play through Eco and be like, "There's sure. no story here." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think. But the, vibe, the vibes it gives Rhyme me is, is all have. Journey, Eco, uh, oh, sure. and Wind Waker. Uh, that hints at this larger universe, but I don't. I didn't see any glimmers of that in the gameplay, which makes it like. Was that Tequila Works? Uh, yeah, well, it is Tequila Works. Yeah. Um, Rhyme. It's pronounced Tequila. Tequila Works. works. I'm glad Michael is here. Yeah. You know, Tequila is uh, an endangered uh, drink. The, what? Is it? Yeah, no. the agave plants, whatever it comes from. Oh! Really? Yeah, that and the bees are going to go in. Oh, shit. I Damn. drank so much tequila, I drank myself sick of tequila and just found it again. Like, you can sip this? This is great. <laughs> I want this forever. Don't I, tell me that. I know I've heard of people who, like, they had to quit sugar, that that's the only thing they can drink now is tequila. It's agave. Agave's good for you? Yes. It's probably better All cactuses eat Every cactus you see, they're all good for you. Yep. <laughs> they all just, contain just nutrients. Dig them up out of the ground with your bare hands, just grasp oh, yeah. them in your it's, soft yeah. flesh, and <laughs> shove them down your throat. The more it hurts, the better you're going to feel. Don't even bite. That means it's working. Don't stop until your, your stomach is filled with ground chuck of you. 
Um, Until you're I, pooping yourself. Until you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally shitting myself. It's, it's a metaphysical experience. <laughs> uh, <Jesus. laughs> Welcome to the video game show. Um, so... This week, um, this 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 week's top five is an idea that I've uh, had in my head since uh, Horizon Zero Dawn mm. and uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild both came out around the same time, within a week. Yeah, yeah and both featured cults as a major plot point, and I just kind of huh. sat on that until last week's reveal of Far Cry Five, which in which you fight what a cult, a cult. So what better time? Uh, wait, to why dig people in can't be in no cult? I was thinking of them as freedom lovers. Yeah, if you have the American flag on something, can't be bad. Freedom loving cult members, <laughs> come on. Uh, yes, drumming up that controversy. But again, right. if you have a complaint, put it in the comments and stop listening forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see that second part. I, uh, <laughs> we do not tolerate criticism on this show. It's not about tolerating criticism. There's one hallmark to conservative criticism on our show. Right. Shut. All right, all right. All right. It's, that, it's that you made me think about my politics. I hate that. We're going like, to get so like, much shit over what you just fuck said. Fuck them. Jesus Christ, think about yourself every once in a while. So cults you say, Michael. Cults you say. Yes, cults I do say, none of which, none of the ones we're going to talk about have roots in the real world necessarily. Yet. Uh, but let's just skip past the awkwardness and jump right into... Number five. If the prophet had just railed against the southern beneath us, but not accepted the three golden gifts of the founders, it would have been enough. If the prophet had just accepted the three golden gifts of the founders and not prayed for our deliverance, it would have been enough. If the prophet had only prayed for our deliverance and not led us to this new Eden, it it would have been enough. That's Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Oh, it's been a while. Oh, I don't yeah. even remember that. They they were singing the theme of it. The yeah. Well, the, the reason you probably don't remember that is because I think most people, because it's at the beginning of the game, just mm-hmm. run straight up to the guy who's saying all that stuff. Hit to him, him in the head. <laughs> That's your just arrival. Like, in I, just, I just want to get into the city. Well, you got to be baptized. I just want to get into the city. Okay, we'll be drowned and now wake up in this pool. Mm. And uh, welcome yep. to Columbia. That was your arrival in the reverse bathosphere mm-hmm. just ah, when yes. i remember starting that game i was like man so much promise this is mm-hmm. such a great reversal Look of the opening of bioshock ken levine found out how to make beach boy songs even whiter yeah <laughs> i love that song <laughs> it's like, really that's, good yeah the, the god only knows what i <laughs> i love that they're called the gayest band in, in all of columbia <laughs> i'll show them yeah <laughs> Uh, but not yeah. That is Bioshock. Even in the cults, I guess is the the founders or the thing that's run by um, what Eustace T. Firefly. What's that guy's name? Mm-hmm. Uh, Comstock. 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 Yes. Who's a real asshole? Which is prophecy usually- is my business, Mister Dewitt. As blood is yours. Do you know why these men will die for it? Because I have seen their future in the glory, and hence they are. Final is better. Nothing sinister about that at all. <laughs> can totally see why you sign up for that cult. Buying video game soundtracks on phonograph. So. <laughs> Victrola. Really cut up that wax. Yeah. Wax <laughs> cylinders. Bioshock Infinite had so many awesome ideas. Uh, not all of them I thought there was there was an awesome but... revelatory thing from someone who previewed it a few months beforehand and called it kind of a different game. Mm. And that, I don't know, somebody got cold feet. The idea, we made a heady game with a lot of trippy moments. But we are supposed to deliver a first-person shooter. You gotta shoot stuff. You gotta like, shoot stuff. And I thought that was the most boring thing about the fucking game. Yeah. 
I, I much more preferred going through like dioramas. Yeah. Like, can I just have more mm. dioramas? I don't want to shoot. That stuff. Washington sure is hard to kill. Five hundred times. How many big daddies yeah. did I encounter in all of Bioshock? Yeah, yeah. But nothing in that game was as cool, even half as cool as a big daddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is also kind of interesting in that, like, just going through YouTube playthroughs mm-hmm. to to capture some of these clips. Like, I forgot, like, how much no punches pulled real-world racism there is yeah. in that game. Like in that the first half. It, it just that, that very first bit where, like, you, uh, they trot out that interracial couple to be shamed. And, mm-hmm. like, for some reason have this big diorama of, like, a witch doctor and some monkeys, like, holding up rings. And very it's racist like, oh, drawings. Very yeah. racist. And not a good way to treat Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. No. <laughs> but it was the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was. It seemed very accurate for what 1912 racism was, yeah. and how an America First type movement would be twisted by white first also being that statement, and and, and but also and hating hating every race, and like we have to burn those Chinese. They're trying to get us. And maybe a criticism on America in general that like mm-hmm. the puritanical need to move across the ocean so you can operate unabated in all mm-hmm. of your silly beliefs. Yeah, and then and we're not only in America, we lift ourselves up from the sky. We we're can be as racist as we yes. want. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's such a weird cult. Just the mythology yeah. of it that like. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, and Thomas Jefferson are like PJ, angels, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is the devil. He's the usurper. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just how it was where I grew up. Yeah, it's just, taking down those statues now. <laughs> Thank God. B- bizarre, like yeah, nativism and uh, turn of the century Protestant revivalism. Thank God that can never happen. Uh, but yeah, it traded on a lot of stuff that was real at the time like all this kind of you know religion in america first type stuff and a different brand of nationalism mixed with christianity and, was that uh, in, in this the seemingly in hindsight much safer tea partyism mm-hmm. that was that was from this era yeah it, it definitely was in the shadow of the tea party that's for sure yeah. and uh, but i mean you know of course it was going to be political like the bioshock it was political it was all about objectivism mm-hmm. and why and, and a critique mm-hmm. A critique and perhaps also bolstering of objectivism, but I felt in Am I both not case, entitled to the sweat of my brow? Exactly. Yeah. You, no, you're not, because somebody else will steal it from you, because <laughs> capitalism is whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, well, I, my the joke. Mo- no, says this, the government, it belongs to the state. Mm-hmm. No, says the, the archaeologist, it belongs in a museum. Ah. Uh, my sweat? Yes, the sweat but, of your brow. But my robber baron grandfather didn't work this hard so that I may never, for me to not be this powerful. <laughs> so what is the cult's goal, though? Like, yeah, they this have, is where it gets baffling. So the, yeah, it's the like, yeah, they have, goal, a, they have a balloon city. I yeah, get that. It, it's, <laughs> it's like a, this weird alternate history where like they built this balloon city as part of the World's Fair. I'll call it Carolot. But it, it was really... <laughs> <laughs> was really built by this uh, this cult leader named Father Comstock, mm-hmm. who employed this scientist who then uh, brought a gender-swapped version of his or herself in from an alternate reality to create, like, this quantum floating city. And uh, they destroyed... they Like, they uh, destroyed China, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, to quell the Boxer Rebellion. Uh, then were condemned and and just fled off to parts unknown and uh none of this spoilers if you let the cult's plans go to their uh their fruition which you will do at one point in you have the game uh it's just part there's no branching storyline in this yeah um Hmm. you will be again spoilers fast forwarded to 1984 Mm -hmm. where uh elizabeth 
uh, your companion throughout the game. Slash. It's Debbie Gibson. Now. Yeah. Uh, she's raining down destruction on New York. Yeah. So mm. the, the real purpose is to uh, bring fire to the Sodom below and uh, convert the sinners to the cause of Father Comstock. Yeah, they'll eventually invade America, but then they're mm-hmm. kind of fought by uh, an opposing cult of uh, uprising people There's there. It's not really a, an opposing cult so much as an I opposing... I mean, they're, re- they're a rebellion. Yeah, they're what basically the... a, a communist rebellion. Yeah, and they're just as bad, really, if only they'd see that both sides are just <laughs> as bad. Although, although I did appreciate that e- even though it's like, well, this is maybe sort of gutless, but mm-hmm. like if you play Burial at Sea, like... Oh, okay. No, they're they're saying they're not just as bad. Did not play burial. Let's see. By the time they figured out in burial, let's see, they got mm-hmm. got their shit together at least. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean that that scene where the leader of the rebels like is is about to kill a child, yeah. and then she realizes like oh, I'm just as bad. It's like my yuck, life. I'm yuck. just saying there's more to that than you think. Mm. All right. But uh, a big part of the cult's mythology revolves around, of course, the miracle child. Mm. Comstock had a child. My books never mention anything about a child. That's quite an omission. Can't imagine that was by accident. Yeah. Good old Troy Baker. Man. Mm-hmm. Hey, you'll be able to experience this if you listen to the Game Deal segment later on for a lot less. <laughs> so are we going to really We've spoil already... it here, talking mm-hmm. about that daughter of his? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how relevant any of that shit is. His daughter went to the future to develop mm-hmm. System Shock. This, this yeah. game, is, uh-huh. I think, has a great beginning and end. And a very unsatisfying. I mean, middle. the end was set up very well to mm. be like, here are five twists in a row, just to like <laughs> smack, 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 smack. Like whoa, like what was the yeah. songbird? The songbird was. Yeah, it's cares? never entirely. It was John like, Locke. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a robot or is that no <laughs> a Dave, good hearty a good hearty Brett Laser time laugh. Dave, yeah. is that you? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a robot or a like a bioengineered human because there is a scene like where you walk through it and like to death. You it's, see it's, like it's, it's not just a, robot. A, a songbird head that's like being conditioned to look at things. It it is living. Like when it's killed by going be being submerged underwater, it uh, drowns. Like it's, so, it's one weakness. Again, spoilers. Mm. But it's also supposed to be a big daddy from a different dimension type deal. So hmm. it is. It is more of a cyborg than an automaton. Hmm. And uh, but it, but also. Get fucking like screwed out of even a fight with him. Like, all right, am I gonna have a boss fight with this? Like, no, he'll kind of help you in this dumb waves of villains in the ending game. Like, oh, this sucks. This is how this is the combat you're ending the game with. Fuck I just this. Uh, that was I think Bioshock Infinite is a tragic development story of trying to be a really heady, beautiful mainstream game, but like it's it can't mm-hmm. be. It can't be a mainstream game, and yeah. well, what I, wonder, I think of Bioshock. I wonder what it would have been if the, if Rod Ferguson hadn't showed up at mm-hmm. the end to be like, "We got to ship this." Yeah, and like what he bound together its wounds and made it something. I don't want to hear about the plot. Tell me about the multiplayer. <laughs> we got <a>, four <laughs> factions. <laughs> no, there was custom no, loadouts as no, far there, as the there eye were no, can see. There was no multiplayer. Right? <laughs> there was no multiplayer. <laughs> And basically, as a make good, they they made burial. It was like Irrational Games would have shut down after Bioshock Infinite ship, but they mm-hmm. promised DLC. They sold a fucking season pass. They're like, crap, we got to make with something. like two chapters. So they made burial at sea. That mm-hmm. the the, ste- the team stayed together for an extra year to make burial at sea. And then once that ship, they're like, nah. The everybody knows Irrational's a four person team. Yes, and yeah. Ken Levine is two people. Yeah. What are some other cults in video games, Michael? <laughs> are you? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Number four. 
Go now, my son, and remember, have faith. Deliverance is at hand. I'm guessing you guys probably don't know this, but someone in the audience just said, Ah, I know what this is. The Warriors. This is uh, this is the Brotherhood of Nod uh, from Command and Conquer. CNC RTS Factory. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, play, I, hear, I listen to music, but this is this is the, the good vibration. The Brotherhood of Nod <laughs> is like this weird uh, take on a cult where it's like it's simultaneously a gigantic corporation, a religious organization, and a terrorist group. Oh, In and Out. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> but they they. Uh, Spread across like impoverished parts of the world, mm-hmm. set up uh, operations, and they are devoted to the worship of uh, Tiberium, which is this substance discovered in 1995. Mm-hmm. And they believe that their leader, uh, Cain, is uh. an immortal prophet. But uh, Do they, they notice that he's aging. He never ages. Oh. He gets he, less hair. He, he doesn't have a butthole. He's always bald and always has a goatee. Okay. But uh, you, you can see like they, they have a lot of uh, Abrahamic influences, for example. So, you're the new addition to the Brotherhood. Well, I'm Seth. Just Seth. From God to Cain to Seth. I am his right hand. And I have a task for you. So there's, there's a lot of hints that the Cain that leads the cult, like, may or may not be the actual biblical Cain. He certainly styles himself that I'm way. Cain's helpers. And, and the Brotherhood of Nod, it might be named for the land of Nod where Cain went after he was exiled oh, right. from Eden. Yeah. Does he have the mark of Cain on him? Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the mark is a big scorpion tail, then I'd say almost certainly. I was thinking the, of the Spider-Man mark of Cain. <laughs> that, yes, Cain, the big palm he of marks a... people with his... The Kane in Spider-Man comics says he's a failed clone of Peter Parker, and his stick-to-wall powers are so strong that he he puts his hand on somebody's face, and he uses his stick. He sticks his hand to the person's face so much it rips their face off, and leaves a palm on his head. Can you tell it's the nineties? Dude, it's just so. But now Kane came back. Yeah, Yeah. Kane is back, and uh, he's sort of he's actually kind of a zombie now, and he's the Scarlet Spider. But meanwhile, Ben Riley is also back. You should read the new Scarlet Spider book. It's good. Where it's, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. It, well, it's just re- that, like yeah, bringing all these characters. It doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> it's drawn by Mark <laughs> well, Bagley, which is the perfect I, 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 person I, 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 to draw. Hey, Cape Crisis is canceled. Just out of oh. curiosity, what was Command and Conquer has been a ubiquitous series uh-huh. up until recently? Are they still? Oh, I feel like it's been a decade since the last season. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize. I mean, like it's two thousand seven something like. That. But it was huge. That was a decade ago. I hate to say. When, it. when was? Uh, well, yeah, I know that's. But I'm like saying Red when, Army or Red Alert Three Red Alert, I think was sorry. the last one. Yeah, yeah. though that's not Kane. That's mm-hmm. those are the yeah. goofier stories. That's the alternate in the, timeline. In mm-hmm. an alternate timeline where Ric Flair is a general and Ooh, uh, yeah. but when Tim you, Curry space. leads the Russians. <laughs> space. Uh, when you when you space. when you first meet Kane, it's a little bit of a shock in the very first Command and Conquer. This is the Pentagon. A full frontal attack with your strongest forces should render their military center of operation. Yes. Power shifts more quickly than some people think. I am Kane. Congratulations on your promotion. That sound was me sitting my beard down. He just shoots your commander in the head while he's talking to you, sits down and takes his place. And it's... The Brotherhood of Nod is like this weird organization that is sort of like half-smiling corporation, Mm -hmm. half-cobra from the G.I. Joe Mm -hmm. cartoons, Mm -hmm. to the point where they have uh, ritualized chants. The people will sway with us in the name of Cain. Cain lives in death. 
We've reached the Benghazi border. What? Oh. <laughs> That's wow. from 1999, before most Americans what? even knew what Benghazi was. Right? That's impressive. I thought it was a hex Hillary put on all of us. What is Benghazi? <laughs> it's a place. Uh, I miss Benghazi memes. I wish, I wish those would I come back. Uh, meaningless fake news. God, that was the days. Uh, I those just liked what... Uh, yeah. <laughs> those were the days. Uh, I liked that uh, CNC employed the same actor for Kane yeah. all the way up until yeah. they... they I think they did make a definitive end to the Kane story. They made I know he died. One that was like this is the last story of Kane. So they should just reboot it. Yeah. Well, but the thing real. is, he Corporate has Kane. When they say Kane lives in death, like mm-hmm. he is canonically dead at that point in the series, oh, yes. and then comes appears to come back to life. Like mm. Kane resurrects repeatedly after being seemingly killed. And a series of transmissions over your health bar. We find out by the third game that like. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually not interested in winning a war mm-hmm. against the GDI or the, the good guy mm-hmm. faction. Uh, I really just wanted them to use this ion cannon on us, mm-hmm. so that uh, it would create a Tiberium explosion big enough to be noticed by these aliens, who will then come and invade and set up all these towers that will open portals to other galaxies, which we can then kill the aliens, go through the towers, and uh, expand through the rest of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost an admirable goal, except he's a really bad guy who kills people close to him. And probably one of the s- sad cases of EA acquisitions of a you own this thing that you bought that was a huge deal and you never followed up on it. Where's yeah. where are more CNC games? I think they bought it before then, right? Did they? Well, they gave it a chance with like uh, some free to play CNC mm. game a few years back, yes. and didn't really do much. Uh, who well, it knows? Was like, it was he... like a sequel to Command and Conquer Generals, which is like a, another, like a third timeline yeah. thing. Where yeah. It's real confusing. At, e, at E3, who knows? EA could announce call, uh, just it, Command and Conquer. Just yeah. the, the, or the Command and Conquer. <laughs> the world needs more RTS games. I'll <laughs> say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not. I am. Mm. I, I like I like RTS. Okay. I tend to it lose a lot of time to them. Mm. It can't just be Blizzard making them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Blizzard still make it? I mean, they just kind of put out a new StarCraft Oh, expansion. yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, it was expansion. It was the third. I was just thinking, like, has there been a, an actual Warcraft game since 3? No. Mm. And there never will be. Mm. Anyway. Number 3. Let's get Brett back in the action. Why are these people... Why does it sound so familiar? Oh, some guy speaking Spanish. You're the Spaniard, Michael. You tell no! me. No! I think I got it now. Do That's you? why it sounds so familiar. It's one of like six sound bites in the whole game. <laughs> the, one, the one we played through for yeah. 25 episodes. I got it. How many times have you played through Resident Evil 4, bro? Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, like five or six? Wow. He's being modest. Show him the tattoo. I think that's about right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> this is my Bloodborne tattoo, Resident <laughs> Evil Four. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get the job otherwise. You got to connect the dots. Uh, but no, yeah, it's already four Los Ganados slash Los Illuminados. Yes, uh, Los Ganados being the cattle people that uh-huh. they uh, filled with bugs. So yeah, being being <laughs> filled with bugs. <laughs> that's that's Los Plagas. That's the best way to put it. I but mean, I, I am yeah. I, I'm uh, editorializing a bit. But see, l- l- I'll. I'll Easy field guide. Uh, Los ganados sound like this. Detrás de ti, imbécile. Behind you, imbecile. Uh, and oh. the los, los iluminados sound like los this. Los iluminados. Cerebro, 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 
And they're in like full on culty gear. Yes, yes. Which, that's uh, my second favorite fighting game. By the way, Cerebros, that's the uh, <laughs> the gear. only time I've heard an enemy in Resident Evil actually say brains. Over and over uh, again. Uh, but in a different brains. language? Yeah. Mm. Cere- I get it. It's weird. They like also Cerebro, say, it's... Cere- yeah. it's they also it. say this, which is I find super creepy. Go ahead, look. Go ahead, look. Go ahead, look. Go ahead, look. What he say? Is it get him, get him, get uh, him, get him? Yeah. That's a good it's one. It's not as creepy if it's... Go if it's get him, get him. Yeah, yeah, they're basically yeah. like, exactly. let's... Uh, they have... You know, man, the, the story of this always gets fuzzy for me despite playing through it multiple times, but it's like... They basically kidnap Ashley Graham, president's daughter, so mm-hmm. they can infect her and then send her back and then have someone on the inside of the White House so that they can then slowly start taking over America and then the world with their cult. So Ashley and- was a special advisor to the president, even though she wasn't elected. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we cannot keep politics out of this, can we? Jesus we Christ. We're talking about a president's daughter. Yes. I mean. <laughs> and then they uh, – but, yeah, it's basically – it's not a. It's not like the T-virus or whatever. I mean, it's RE4. It's it's a thing they find that's a par- parasite that gets in you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Leon gets infected with it, and then uh, – Ever so briefly. If your head gets blown off, a giant uh, thing monster Duh. comes out of your head. Yeah. It's, it's oh, like yeah, a kind of unlife. Yeah. But yeah, the Lo- Los Ilum- I keep wanting to call them the Los Illuminados, the even Los though I Ilum- know that's wrong. It's just Los Illuminados, yeah. or if you're an idiot, the Illuminados, the Illuminados, or the Illuminated. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they just doesn't sound as cool in English. They they worship the Plagas parasites, and uh, they think they're doing a great thing for Ashley, sort of. The sacred rite that's about to begin at this tower shall endow the girl with magnificent power. That rhymes. She will join us. Become one of us. This is no ritual. It's terrorism. Isn't that a popular word these days? <laughs> that's a real. I forgot. That's an awesome line. That's an like 05. Line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like. I mean, it was a popular word. Those, yeah. Those very popular. But uh, it's it. That's hard coming, to say about white people. That's coming out of a little person, <laughs> right? Uh, like, Salazar. Yeah, Salazar. Salazar. The, yeah. the Castellian. I'm only twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah. Mister Kennedy. Yeah. Yes, the, the Paul Revere precious moments figure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael, yeah. would you say those are accurate Spanish accents? The, uh... Uh, you know, for for some reason, like for years, I thought that they were Castilian, and and like hearing this again. It's close, but it's it's more Mexican pronunciation because mm. a Spaniard would say imbecil. Imbecil. Well, because yes. uh, ay ay ay, the virus. I I hate when I do that. I base this on my knowledge of wrestling. But Why I, did he say the virus? <laughs> Los virasos, Elviro, idiota, Elviro, with the long windup of ay ay. Elviro de la cabeza. <laughs> It's a virus in the head. Aprende right. la lengua que estás borreando. Sí. Uh, <laughs> my, my understanding of the Spanish versus Mexican accent is the Spanish one is usually a little more bougie, a little more fancy. Mm, yeah. It's, it's a it's, little uh, bit like UK versus US. Yeah. I, base that, I base that on, uh, on on the wrestling show Lucha Underground. Ah. The, the big villain, El Jefe, Dario Cueto, is Spanish, and he is constantly going like, uh, he's... He is. It's there's an implied looking down on the Mexicans right. who work for him as the Spanish boss. So. Of course, that's uh, I base it, and it is is played by a Spanish actor. Too, Spanish boss very, coming to A and E this fall. Lucha Underground <laughs> binge the first two seasons on Netflix. It is the best wrestling show. And man. the correct pronunciation of your name though is Michael Raparez. Raparez. Like in the in the in the formal Spanish, uh-huh. a hard Raparez. Z. 
hard Z sound. <laughs> no. Yes, like casting a fly fish. Now, again, I do want to say for one of, one of my happiest memories going to Spain was um, we checked into a hotel and my father gave the name as Raparaz, <laughs> and the guy said, spelled like it sounds? Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Just in case you're a new listener, Michael is his father is Spanish. He's a Spaniard. So, uh, so that's uh, that would be R R R R R R E. Reparis. P. R A. You have to roll both the R's and then it's a T H at the end. Mm. I can't, man. Yeah, I know you can't. That's I'm, why I've grown up cut letting people call me Reparas. I'm mm. full of potatoes and, co- <laughs> and clogs. Like oh, English. I've done say, learned about English. Having been in several <laughs> Spanish cathedrals, mm. those things are the dustiest, creepiest mm. places <laughs> I have ever been, and setting a horror game in them is inspired. Huh. Wow. Yeah, uh, smart. But is there a reason for that? Uh, Church, they're, churches they're, are immaculate. They're very big, very old buildings, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have uh, relics of saints in them mm-hmm. or statues that date back to the Do Middle Ages. Do not get rid of their DNA; it's everywhere. There is something. So there's like is that bad? They, they have they have kind out. of a, a museum <laughs> style feel where it's like you've got all these like wrought iron gates behind which is like some garishly colored statue of mm-hmm. a saint being tortured or something like that. It's well, don't also, uh, I'm, like, I'm Catholic. I, I understand that. Yeah, that part. Oh, big time Catholic over here. Grotesque. <laughs> Chris, hey, hey, they, Chris got dunked against his will when he was a very young boy <laughs> and grandma's wishes. I had to see a lot of horrific shit <laughs> as part of their about? beautiful religion. You're getting dunked on Twitter every day? I'm getting... No. <laughs> hey, cut that out. Um. Uh, <laughs> right, I've got one more soundbite to blow through. Uh, Los Illuminados are run by this guy. My name is Osman Sadler, the master of this fine religious community. What do you want? To demonstrate to the whole world our astounding power, of course. Of course. Of course. How does he he sound? To to, to thine ears. Like somebody doing a fake. Have you ever jet skied without a jet ski? (laughs) Wait, doesn't (laughs) that guy. Is that the guy who dies in the first third, or is that the. No, he's like the final boss. You're thinking thinking of Vitores Mendes. That guy seemed like he was the big bad, and then you kill him. I mean, he's the muscle. And then uh, Krauser kind of takes over that role towards the back Mm -hmm. half. Ah, good old Krauser. Love that guy. It's fun stuff. And I don't want to say this about every game on the list, but jeez, game deals. Save on this game as well. Alright. Yeah, wow. we have a whole YouTube playlist where we played through the entire thing. This is true. Um, on youtube.com slash laser time network. The very same. Man. You'll have to find out for yourself. <laughs> you can't see it unless you subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that was only number three? The last two must I, be great. I can. Number two. Your time has come. No need to be frightened. No reason to fight. Many have gone before us. And now it's time for us to take the voyage together. Transcend death. Future take its course. Join me as I gaze upon the face of God. This is Scientology, right? This is Unitology. Oh, totally different. (laughs) When you wear only one religion. (laughs) No, this is uh, Dead Space, baby. Oh, my fuck, yes. I I love the first Dead Space and Dead Space 2, Mm. Dead Space 3. Mm. So I Mm. beat the first 
dropped one twice and the mm-hmm. second one like four times. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no. For whatever reason, they both really spoke to me. And it was one of those games that I, I cussed at the TV the whole time complaining. It's, it's very RE4, though. Oh, it's totally like... Oh, like, yeah. like and It's RE4 in space. By design. Like, they like, hey, this over-the-shoulder aiming thing with like only like being able to use these really cool weapons designed to dismember things. Because like, RE4 was colors. great about like, you can shoot heads off and then run mm-hmm. up and get a melee attack. And that that's a whole... Like, you just approach every room a very specific way and, like, shoot in the leg and they'll fall. Shoot in the head and they'll do this. Shoot in the shoulder and they'll do this. Whereas Dead Space was like, here's a gun that shoots a horizontal layer of saws at legs. Mm -hmm. And, hey, we have an enemy that uh, infects people and then grows a hundred (laughs) legs. So the point is to just cut legs off of everything. And uh, for the most part, that's really fun. Pretty soon the screen is just a mass of flying legs. It is. Well, I love the... I I I love love... that dude's armor. Isaac... What is it? Isaac Clark. Yes, Isaac Clark. What a smart name. Named after Isaac Asimov and Arthur C. Clark. Boy, is he. But the... uh, Yeah, I, I, I heard Giant Bomb put it once on a podcast that, like... Putting in the reality of headshots into shooters kind of hurt shooters in a way because you always have to have a headshot because it's like, duh, if you're fighting a human in a game or if you are if you are in a shootout with a human, you should shoot their head before you shoot anything else. Yeah, it's not the old west. Not really. Got him in the gut. And it just live. makes it predictable. So then, well, If in, you can hit their head, but the human head is very hard to hit. They mm-hmm. always train you to like shoot a central body mass. But in... The trunk de- of the body, Henry. Mm-hmm. But in Dead Space... They make it very clear from the very start, written in blood on the wall, yeah. you go for their limbs. You dismember yep. them. You Press X to cut off their limbs. So you the crazy person You saw off their limbs. <laughs> and in the first game, even more so than Don't the second. Don't trust the season pass. In the first game, even more so than the second game, just the... You have tools all the time. Mm. Like you have all these awesome yeah. tools. They're not weapons. They're it's Very a industrial. nail gun, yeah. but it is. Yeah, my it, favorite weapon in the game was. It's basically like a giant like reverse vacuum cleaner that mm. just blasts like a force wave of air or whatever. And when you mm. just as you go to the workbenches and power up your weapons, the effect of the gun gets bigger and whatever. And there's just a point where like. It's effectively sort of a shotgun because the blast weight radius is very tight and well, wide and close. Mm-hmm. But it just gets to the point when you power something up all the way and you get this like 400 limbed monstrosity in front of you, and you pull this <laughs> thing out and shoot it. It's just like I've never seen a game go from a, a uh, completely reasonable FPS <laughs> to just a slideshow because like it can't even like this thing was not meant to be shot this close to the point where everything blasts off all at once. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it can't handle the amount of uh, particles that are flying everywhere. But, so in the story of Dead Space... The marker. Oh, do we we have... actually have a clip. Okay. In 2214, a geophysicist named Michael Altman made a discovery that would change history. Michael. Buried at the impact site of a crater near the Yucatan Peninsula, he uncovered a divine alien presence. The marker. Mm. Well, discovered by the director Robert Altman, yes. <laughs> Arthur, famed archaeologist, flesh-colored Crayola. But there's really, there's really two, vi- there's two villainous entities in the world of Dead Space. Well, more than two, but mm-hmm. the two major ones kind of work in tandem, but they're not. They don't really cooperate. There are the giant corporations that want to go to planets and crack them open and steal all their resources and exploit them. Wayland Yutani. But then there's also, yes, it's exactly mm-hmm. that. Uh, but also Scientologists popped up who are worshipping the shit they found. The marker. The Unitologists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very who, important. Who found yep. the marker and they worship it. And they see it as something that will help them transcend death. And when they find out that monsters pop out of it, 
They then realize they then decide, oh, how will let me transcend life is making me into a monster, and I will let this angelic, basically floating manta ray suck my brains out and turn me into a monster, and then I will succeed in unitology. But it's a cult that is spreading all over the galaxy along with all the giant corporations cracking planets. Yeah, the funny thing is that they they worship the markers, although the markers are like man-made copies that were like created in secret to try and like harness the energy of this alien artifact and it's like oh no it just turns people into gross monsters uh we're just gonna bury them around the universe and hope nobody finds them but of course everyone finds them yeah because it's not like yeah i I get confused like what if it was an alien presence that like what what was the point of like what was actually going on like they Uh, found a thing but it's man-made and so people tried to build something to replicate it and messed it up and that made people turn into monsters there was an original monolith somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah. Monolith, no, I don't think they missed. I'm it calling up. them by just... the names of the things they ripped off, not by the <laughs> made-up name. The markers. Uh. There were original markers, and then the corporation copied them and tried mm-hmm. to make their own. In fact, they get it. The plot of two is that partially by sticking a needle in the eye of Isaac Clark, they steal. They steal the plans on how to make a marker yeah. from his brain because he's the only dude who survived the real marker on and, the and, old planet. And the marker, they're, they're like semi-sentient and it like implanted mm. the, the plans to build more markers. Yeah, because... Or uh, how to destroy them in his mind. the thing that I really liked was Dead Space Extraction. Yeah. Which released on, released on Wii first and then came to PSN uh, with move controls. I just sold that for 12 bucks on eBay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the plug. Uh, <laughs> uh, this episode's brought to you by Scientology, by the but, way. We uh, can't use any of this. <laughs> uh, but what I what I loved about it was it it was it's it's an on rail shooter, but it it, it explains because in Dead Space One, you when you arrive, like the whole station's already gone to hell, and it's you as like a technician engineer guy trying to figure out wait what happened like what, like <laughs> yeah. my fiance's dead or it, something it's basically and, like aliens coming to the colony and it's like where is everybody yeah what happened and you kind of just you're you're in over your head and it does a good job of like making you feel like you're really being hunted by things that used to be people and the Wii game is slash PS3 uh is a really good just you know time crisis-y kind of thing only the thing I loved about it is it, it doesn't it didn't move so rigid. It it felt like shaky cam, and the the uh, mocap is really good. So like, mm-hmm. whenever the first mark, and like you're just a, you're just some I forget who you're playing, but like it does a really good job of starting. Like here's some people starting their shift, and blah blah blah. Oh hey, the, yeah, they're finally digging that marker up, and like, oh man, who cares? Another boring day, and then you see it off in the distance, and then it goes crazy, and mm-hmm. you start seeing symbols in your eyes, and. Then you're running around thinking you're going crazy, and then you think, like, people are, like, going nuts and trying to kill you, and then you see people, like, stabbing their own guts out, because that's something that the <laughs> marker it, it makes... You, it drives you crazy. It drives you insane. Suicide, thing, some to suicidal. To, yeah, and basically the first chapter ends with you were going... You were the one being, like, really targeted by the marker. You end up having to be killed, because you're the insane one who's murdering everybody. <laughs> and then the, and that's just chapter one, and yeah. then it kind of goes from there. And it's like, it was a really crazy, weird experience, and I I really enjoyed it. Totally worth a digging up and buying off people on eBay. <laughs> uh, I also, I never got around to playing Dead Space 3, but now I kind of want to, just because it has a performance by this guy. The markers had a plan for us, but we took what should have been a magnificent gift 
and perverted it. Jesus, spare us the bullshit. <laughs> I've spent an entire lifetime trying to undo the damage man has done. Fighting EarthGov's ongoing research, liberating the markers from those profane testing facilities. And now, I just have one problem left to purge. All of you. Wait, is that, um... That's Danik, the character. Uh, but that actor is... Uh, is it the... Damn it, John F. John. Murray Abraham! Jonathan, uh... The, he's the lead in Brazil. No, oh, it's not him. Okay, <laughs> that is Simon Templeman, aka Kane from Legacy of Kane. Uh, oh, for real? Oh, yeah. is, is the next entry Watchdogs? No. Oh, uh, so that's. I just wanted to mention that. I thought they have a giant Scientology slash marker parody, and part mm-hmm. of it is you knocking them over and break, yeah. breaking them. There, well, we, there is next to SFO Airport <laughs> the closest thing to a real one, which is called the Wind Harp. You so I, you're the only one I know has been there. So you can't really get to it. It is like on Genentech property, <laughs> which is a giant biological whatever firm or company, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to go bad. Certain, certain mm-hmm. when the gray goo comes, that's where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we don't stand a chance. Uh, East Coast, heads up. But this giant, it looks like a Dead Space marker because it's this like bronzy red twisting mm-hmm. helix thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just on this hill, and for years we would see it from our old office in mm-hmm. future. We'd be like, what is that? And finally, one day we're like, let's just go drive until we find it. And you park your car. You don't hop a fence, but you have to like walk in between where you're clearly not supposed to go. There's no like this way to the wind harp, mm-hmm. and you get up there, and it's this it's this weird thing that you can see from 101, the main highway. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no clear path to it. And then when you get huh. up there, it's all the guys in robes and pyramid hats. Yeah, and then right. you go up there, and there's just there's just like tech people eating their lunch like it's not there's nothing there but it's like, like this, who are you what are you doing here? kale party what department do you work for uh i'm in uh sales get the fuck out i'm on the third floor oh cool uh oh and in dead space 2 you in dead space 1 you definitely hear talk about unitology and there in the accompanying Unit. like anime there were mentions of it too Deadfall, but in dead space dead space chris but in Dead Space 2, you uh, you actually get to walk through a Church of Unitology and hear, like, uh, you get to watch, like, videos on yeah. how it was formed. I think that explanation soundbite is what, what that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I didn't finish 3. I know From 1 and that. 2 are now, they're now backwards compatible on the X-Bone. Oh. So I think 3 might, it would probably be on the way. I, you got to give it to Microsoft, man. They really they said they were going to make backwards compatible games, and they did it. Their yeah. new system is great for old games. <laughs> I mean, what are, what else are you going to play on it? Crackdown three someday. Yeah. Well, wait, E three. It's just a couple couple of weeks away. Yeah, yeah we shall. They're going to unleash the bombs. Halo something. I I have my fingers crossed. Well, actually, I guess by the time you listen to this, it'll be a little over a week away mm. because they're doing it on Sunday this year. Remember? Jesus, really? Yep. The Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cults, they're doing it right before mm. uh, Bethesda, mm. Microsoft Bethesda, and then Sony's just it's, it's just Ubi and Sony on Monday now. Mm. Hmm. Uh. Well, I'm glad you mentioned pyramid hats, Chris. Thank you. Because. Bowfinger, Bowfinger, Bowfinger. Before this place was turned into a resort, the townspeople here were on the quiet side. Everybody followed some kind of queer religion. Wait. Weird occult stuff. Black magic, that kind of thing. 
the gay so, agenda, the MSM, and their black magics. So this is Silent Hill one. Yeah, well, it, or and three. It's really the the order, as it's called, permeates pretty much every chapter not, of Silent not Hill. Two, really? Not, they don't really have an influence in two, but I think there's like there's references to them. Mm. Sure, but I mean, two is really by itself. One leads into three, and, yeah. and uh, four on. is like a side story about like that that weirdo who's like part of the order Tommy was so yeah and I played Homecoming not Homecoming uh, Origins the PSP one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah which delves into yeah what happens before Silent Hill yeah but I didn't know there was it's rooted in a cult Yes, yeah, yeah, I swear yeah. I played like some of these yeah, games. The, if so, you finish the first Silent Hill, oh no, never! You'll, I don't have that. You'll know that very yeah, well. The the lore here is very dense, and I've played all of those games. And I, you know, reading up on it, it's like I barely remember. A <laughs> I fifth didn't of glean. Yeah, I finished two and three, and if you asked me like what happened, I'd be like, well, two I could fairly well summarize, but like yeah, the lore of one and three, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I know the girl in three, Heather. Yeah, she's like supposed to be their chosen. She's one, that grown-up baby that James yeah. takes with her at the end of one. Yeah. Twist alert! Sorry, twenty-year spoiler. Yeah, but uh, so the the order or the cult uh, of Samael or whatever uh, they that's new order. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the the order uh, is like this this old religion that uh, wasn't real comfortable with Silent Hill becoming a resort town. But they actually stupid tourists. They they kind of like borrow elements from a bunch of other religions, but they worship the creatures from the other world of Silent Hill, and they believe that uh, in order to achieve salvation, they have to make their god Samael be born into the real world. And of course, the uh, as you mentioned, the person they want to do that is uh, Alessa or Heather. Remember me. And your true self as well. Also, that which you must become. The one who will lead us to paradise with blood-stained hands. And also... You will birth a god and build an eternal paradise. I will put all of my eggs in this basket. <laughs> Let's not strive to better ourselves. Said wish it possible. But as it as it relates to the plot protocol. of the games and like why Silent Hill is so fucked up and not a normal place, mm-hmm. uh, it's largely because of Alessa, this girl who's the daughter of uh, Dahlia Gillespie, uh, a, a cult leader of some kind. No, b- b- <laughs> well, I'm just I'm kind of going off memory, and I'm sure somebody's going to say like, "No, you're completely inaccurate." Right, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, it's fuzzy. So they, yeah, they they want her to to bear this child, and she ends up somehow getting very badly burned, and uh, as a result, throws the entire town like she's she's like a powerful psychic, throws the entire town into this hellish limbo, traps the cultists there with her, and uh, thanks to the intervention of Travis Grady, the trucker from Silent Hill Origins, Grady's a good man. <laughs> she splits off part of herself into a baby that uh, goes and becomes Cheryl, the little girl adopted by uh, Harry Mason and his wife. Mm. And she's the little girl who runs off and gets lost at the beginning of Silent Hill and finally merges with Alessa, I think, and they become another baby that becomes Heather, the protagonist to Silent Hill 3, and... Mm. That's just all the beginning of it. He's yeah. raised by James off screen in between one and two, one yeah. and three. And now Harry, 
Harry's Harry the protagonist is, of the first and one. Then Harry, two. And then Harry is killed uh, very unceremoniously in three. Uh-huh. By the call to never ready even to get along. Man, uh, man, three is really but it's a good. great shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three, two, and three are just so good. I also I think of the order mostly because I think they're the they're, they're much clearly the vil- much more clearly the villains of the Silent Hill film, the first Silent ah, Hill yes. film. Yeah, well, they're, one they're, of the best video game films ever. They're yeah. just unabashed. It's a C plus movie, yeah, the yeah. best video game film ever. In, in the movie, they're just unabashed fanatics. They make no real effort to hide sure. who or what that they are. Pyramid Whereas, Head scene is outrageous. Yeah. Oh man, ripping rips the skin off, off. rips it's off so the cloak, then the skin. It's something else, man. But uh, they're a little bit more cagey in the games. Have you not seen the crest marked on the ground all over town? What does it mean? It is the mark of Samael. Don't let it be completed. Friend of the show, Samael? Samael, what up, buddy? <laughs> that is, of course, Dahlia Gillespie, who pretends to be your friend you don't have to in Silent Hill 1. I don't. I'm Dahlia Gillespie. You're all looking at me. I'm confusing too. But, yeah. but really, you do that as grapefruit smelling smoke comes out of your mouth. Jesus. Uh, I am the last boss of this podcast. You defeat me. But really, uh, spoilers for Silent Hill 1, a what, 20 year game at this point? Yeah. Let's ask 302010, the week, weekly look. No, I have it pulled up. I was trying to look and see when the last. Silent Hill game was. I didn't ah. know it was, it's half a decade since the last Silent Hill game. Oh, well, uh, it's yeah. Downpour? Well, uh, no. Shattered or Shattered Memories. Book of Memories. I bet Wait, we oh, would have the Vita one. Mm-hmm. We would have yeah. had another one soon if uh, things had gone a little differently. <sighs> I, I don't... They can't be done with Silent Hill, though, can they? Yeah, 99, by the I way, mean, for if, Silent Hill. 99. Huh? 1999. So I mean, not, not if, quite 20 years. If they're going to start if they're gonna start it now, it'll be a long time before Konami finishes it. Mm-hmm. Unless they... Oh, let me know. get through my spoilers. Sorry, She's sorry. just oh, using you to get through Alessa's defenses because mm. all the monsters respond to keep people away from Alessa. So uh, it's just so she can get to Alessa and like, ah, now I've got my you and my clutches. I'm going to make you birth a god. Yeah, see? see? I'll make, every, make the whole world Silent Hill, see? I'm Johnny uh, Gillespie, Bad see? impressions. That's what we're doing today. Yeah. <laughs> well, elaborate metaphor, see? <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Your deepest fear. You hate your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-order resurrected, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I, does this gangster look like? <laughs> I was doing Hepburn. I didn't know. Uh, an old woman in a shawl with a bowler hat. Uh, sort of cocked to one side. This turned into a, uh, mm. the bogey <laughs> flying the plane in hot shots. But it's, I, don't, I just don't know. Would you guys, are you desperate to see a follow-up to Silent Hill? I'd yeah. like to see one. Yeah. Sure. Well, it's one of those series I'm always pulling for. I, I, yeah. I, two and three just have such, I, man, I love them. They were so weird and good. I mean, you remember when I, I campaigned yeah. at Radar to name uh, the, the score six just Silent Hill? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it was then. Oh. I mean, what Silent Hill, like, you'll never you'll never get a new Silent Hill by the original team. Like, yeah. they've been scattered to the four winds. So I'd just be interested, like, honestly, if Konami just said, whoever brings us the coolest pitch, yeah. we'll just let you make it. Why not? They're not going to, like, and I'd, I'd love to see, because... Shattered Memories is one of my favorite Silent Hill games. I'm not gonna lie. And it, it, I'm not. It, it, they oh, they used the Wii Remote in such a <laughs> Double Helix did a really great job with it. It was really good, the, mm-hmm. especially for a team mainly known for GI Joe games. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. Henry, are you scared yet? 
<laughs> Shadow Memories was really good. I thought Downpour was really underrated. I'm probably in the minority. There. No, Downpour was fine. Yeah, uh, I didn't finish it, but it, like I went in thinking like, okay, I'll play into the Silent Hill, and it was like, actually, yeah, not too bad. This was fun. Uh, I thought the best part of Downpour was the uh, little side quests that they worked into the open world. Like there's certain things like you're you notice like all these red ribbons overcome around your and- trauma. <laughs> One out of thirteen. Aversion therapy, pun. <laughs> there's, there's, there's moments like you, you see red it's ribbons just tied around poles, and you don't know what they are, and then you find a note that's like, "Oh my!" <laughs> Sorry, my <Michael>. twist. <laughs> I must get it out. Get it out. Uh, it's just the funniest <laughs> moment in Laser Time podcast history. Uh, Jesus, what I, I am listening. BG Empire is this. It's the VG Empire Silent Hill episode. <sighs> Sorry, yes. It's reference to something Michael hasn't heard, and he's clearly annoyed. Yeah. But Because uh, <laughs> it's downpour, be, downpour being the last huge entry in Silent Hilldom. That's like console yeah. one, you know. Yeah. So the other one was Vita in the HD collection. Yeah, Book of Memories was like a Vita, like, mm-hmm. uh, four-player dungeon yeah. crawler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ribbons. Yeah, the ribbons. So they're they're tied to poles. You don't really know what the deal is. You find a note saying like, uh, "Can somebody please find my? If if you see my daughter, make sure she uh, is going home the right way. That uh, she only knows to follow these ribbons. Like she she has some sort of developmental disability. And so you eventually like start following the ribbons, and then you find like, oh, when the town uh, went through all the earthquakes or whatever mm-hmm. that completely reshaped it into this hellscape. Uh, like the ribbons got diverted and like they now just lead to this place where like oh she walked off a dock and apparently drowned mm-hmm. or uh, you at one point you go into a house and like solve a murder mystery by like playing oh. this record backwards yes. to like watch the ghosts commit a murder yeah. in, in reverse and there's another part where you uh, put together a bunch of stage effects at like a middle school auditorium to create like a rainy forest scene and then it becomes real and you walk mm. into it like Eh, moments like that are really awesome. Yeah, it's all clever stuff, and yeah. it's like I want more Silent Hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't have anything to do with the order. Have to make no, it and that's why uh, that's why I kind of like that this series can sometimes do like this is a thing that deals with this cult, and then mm-hmm. there's ones that are like this is a story yeah. about a person dealing with Silent Hill. Yeah, who just somehow got stuck here, yeah. and for them, it's just become this personal hell. Yeah, and that's, like, both approaches are good. Resident so, Evil yeah. has a cult aspect, but it's not found in, founded in a cult. Oh, no, uh, four is the culty one, yeah. Yeah, it's founded not, in a corporation. Not umbrella. seven? Is that culty? Seven is more a family, family. that became infected yeah. with a thing and are now, like, crazy Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. Yeah. I love it. But, I mean, depending on how much you want a fairly recent game spoiled, mm-hmm. like... It's too recent. It's too recent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Uh, like, there is, as you'd expect, there's more going on in that house than mm -hmm. crazy. More than meets the eye happening in a resident. I didn't say that. This goes all the way top of the umbrella. Mm. Um, (laughs) Love the point. Love that game. (laughs) All right. Well, that we've run through our five cults, so we're going to take a little break. When (laughs) we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, news, some other stuff. Stay tuned.
get scratching. Hey, let me see those teeth of yours. Come on, man, your teeth are important. You don't have to show me your teeth for real. In fact, please don't. Instead, let me just tell you that this episode is brought to you by Quip, and you listeners can go to tryquip.com slash laser time and save 10 bucks on refills for these simple, elegant electric toothbrushes with these awesome replacement brush heads that get delivered to you every three months. Lots of marketing dollars are spent to sell you gimmicks, but the team behind Quip have sought out guidance and advice from oral care professionals so their brushes, from handle design to the vibrations of the brush heads, focus on health over hype. And Quip's got style. They offer metal or plastic handles, easy-to-use wall-mounted holsters, a travel case, and more. Plus, you can rest easy knowing that your worn-out bristles will be replaced on time every three months and never have to think about it. Electric brush sets start at 25 bucks with refill plans beginning at 5 bucks. But once again, you can save $10 right now by going to tryquip.com slash laser time and giving Quip a shot for yourself. Once again, that's tryquip.com slash laser time. Thank you, Quip. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Uh, I have never stayed at an Airbnb where you knock on the door and it's just old oh, couple living yeah. here and they, they hey. will be here the whole time. Yeah. And you're and wait a minute, who else is coming here? Yeah, you got some bikers coming in tomorrow. Like Bikers are staying in your son's room. We're staying in your old daughter's room and you'll be here the whole time. Hmm. We, we get back from dinner, old Northern California hippies. <laughs> Are they swingers? Bikers are like the ultimate swingers. It all, all of it, like my the, old ladies, your old lady. We built a waterfall. You guys feel free to get in the jacuzzi anytime you want. We yeah. bought a jacuzzi just for you. Slap your wieners out. Yeah, totally no fly. bathing suit required. Get in. <laughs> we like a we like a nice human lather going. Uh. They never said that. I walk in and I had the swinger thought in the back of my mind. And I just turn and look at the television, and it's just like just nothing but nudity on the oh, television. Oh my god! And I went, I like sort of like hustled back to the room, <laughs> faint slapping in the other room. It wasn't because they both because they both like I, I can see the TV in the backs of their heads, and they both sort of turn around and smile. Hello, and I'm uh, looking like nudity. Mm-hmm. Great, out of here. Don't even look. And I told Would my girlfriend like about wine? it. And like I don't know if you should go out there. I think they want to do it with us. I have to go to the fucking bathroom, which I'm sharing with bikers in like hippy dippy suburbia hmm. uh, and I go back out there and like yes that was nudity hmm. but that's just one of those I've never seen it before Discovery Channel oh. naked and nude and survival shows okay. and that's why it's they, otherwise I just they assume the, the sun's still out there yeah. shouldn't be nudity on television yeah, yeah. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And we're back. Chris is tensing up to get into something that we will talk about in... All right, let it all out. More like nude releases. Uh, That's all I have like, to say. What are you about to do? Burn calories at a resting state? I did an hour's worth of exercise today. Wow. I'm about to meet all my fucking fitness goals. So you want to make light of it. 
I'm a fat fuck, and some wedding photographer proved it, as well as a Talking Simpsons character artist in Dave and the Chroma Squad stream, which made me the fattest NPC in the universe. And I will use their hate as wind in my sails. That's good. That's good. All right, well, that's our new release. No, 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 no. Chris is releasing. Are there there other bigger, newer, new releases? There are. There are more this week Mm. new releases. There's Star Trek Bridge Crew, which uh, Hank, you and I I played that. I wish we could have played it against the Earth. Or with yeah. each other, but well, I, uh, I had to play it with my team since we're all because how does that work? You like so uh, Star oh, Trek Bridge so Crew? Awesome. It's a networked VR game. I mm-hmm. just want to call that out for anybody who's like, "What? Well, I have to be in the same room with three other VR users?" I have to no, own two thousand dollars of VR. Headset. No, you like, play it, it, it. You can play it online, mm-hmm. uh, but you are you and three other people are members of a Starfleet bridge crew. Uh, job is a ten-year mission to complain about the discovery trail. There is there is a captain who gives <laughs> orders. There's tactical, uh, which is gunnery. You they like shoot them photon yeah. torpedoes. Exactly. There's engineering. And heavy with a more giant power machine. to the shields. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get reach the controls. <laughs> and I'm blanking on the last one. Ops. No, no, it's uh, tactical. Oh boy, tactical engineering. And, uh, the, the person who oh, drives helm, the ship. Helm, helm yeah. the helm. Yes, of course. You have the helm. Yes. So yeah, you and, and you all have to work together to accomplish an assortment of missions. It there. was a ton of fun. Yeah, there's a storyline that you can play through, and uh, which universes is it? Any? Particular? It is in the Abrams verse. Okay. Not really. Well, it's, well, it's, it's vague. It's vague. it's licensed it's in the Abrams license universe. No, it's licensed. No, it isn't. no quiet. It's licensed with CBS. <laughs> so technically, it's it's based on the TV universe. You can you can play it solo as the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play on the USS Aegis, which is the what you play the story on, or the, there's also like an endless missions mode where it kind of has semi randomly generated missions. You can play on the Aegis or the original Enterprise, which Ooh. has been painstakingly modeled mm. after the original set. Yeah. Uh, at dope. the demo I went to, the guy, uh, uh, one of the developers, took us through how much work they put into remaking the original ship. Uh, uh, bridge to yeah. make it perfect and have but, it somehow actually the buttons the buttons that were meant to do nothing on the mm-hmm. show that had no their, real their function purpose. changes from yes. show to show they actually have direct functions uh, uh, in yeah. the game and how he went to they went to some dude yeah, in a they, in a warehouse there's, who had built no, there's, the real set there's a guy who yeah he's painstakingly recreated the original sets at like a, a strip mall in New York. Yes, and uh, you can, you can go in and, and see it and like sit in the captain's chair and mm. experience it. But like, I've already got a photo of it. This guy had talked to what like, else can you do with it? Talk to Make like the game, or, original set designers to find out like, well, how'd you create these buttons? Like, well, we had these margarita ice cube trays that we poured colored resin into, and that's. How we made those buttons, wow. and so yeah, it's it's all like down to the last detail. If down it to doesn't, the texture uh, of things. If there's not a James Doohan, uh, turn this bloody thing off whenever you sh- shut it off. Uh, <laughs> I can't endorse. I this. don't think there is because in the sixth season episode Relics in Next Generation, uh-huh. they recreated the original bridge because Scotty was trapped in a time in a transporter field for seventy years. <laughs> Uh, well, it was what a bath. No, no, it was a. Gen- that was a Dyson sphere Dyson sphere that he had crashed on. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, he had he then Jordy frees him from the transporter uh-huh. code. So that's how James Doohan, the actor, is. Uh, he should you know seventy years ago he should be dead, mm-hmm. but that's how he is in the modern day. 
with Next Generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is- they he in a drunken stupor goes on to the holodeck to recreate the bridge. And he then gets nice and sauced and just sits in the captain's chair. And then when he's like, oh, this is a lie, and I've uh, made a mockery of my life, and Picard uh, drinks uh, some green whiskey with him, mm. uh, he says, turn this bloody thing off. <laughs> and there, in conclusion, I feel this game should have that soundbite in the game yeah, when, you, really when, you, when you close program. I, that episode... <laughs> and another episode I like. <laughs> that episode taught me a lesson about telling people when you can finish things. Uh, when Scotty oh, yeah. was like, don't tell him it'll take an hour. Tell oh, yeah. him it'll take twice He'll as long. never think me. you're a miracle worker. <laughs> yeah, it started to go into Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> but, but anyway... I had a ton of fun with the the bridge crew. I don't know yeah. how awesome the final version w- or the like retail release of the full game would mm-hmm. be, but just the the camaraderie of saying like of of try that the, again <laughs> of the captain saying we need to go to this area. Helm, go here. We need uh, prime up the warp core engineering and arm the photon torpedoes. They're not ready yet, Captain. Then all power to front shields. Like that shit's that shit was fun. Yeah, I liked it. Was really it was cool. my dream. How many, fa- how many phaser banks you using? Uh, I think there was like two or three. Is it, is, is it that esoteric to where like if you don't know Star Trek, no, would you, you learn it's, it real it's very, fast? It's very intuitive. The controls are. It's like learning any any video yeah, game vocabulary, so. like, and it's like you're, you're supposed to play it with like you know like Oculus Touch mm-hmm. controllers or the. Uh, uh, Vive paddles, I guess mm-hmm. they are, but uh, that it's it's meant to replicate. You're like you're actually moving your hands around in this virtual space. The Vive, like, the vive mammograms. No, I love it. Sliding <laughs> things. Well, you close around. your hands together to have just your two point your pointer fingers out, and you go like flip switch, flip flip, bloop, bloop. and then you can also so I like do so I like uh, I type like, like I do I like <laughs> pigeon yeah you kind of do <laughs> well, but you also. Do finger? You can do finger guns and yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Careful with that. Like, hey, but, it's my uh, executive dream. We we do have some some footage that we took for UB blog of like uh, when when the ship gets hit, like mm-hmm. uh, fires will erupt at, mm-hmm. at other stations, and oh, like yeah. just like <laughs> one of our guys is like looking at a fire erupting and like this guy like falling over into the fire, and he's just like. <laughs> Pointing and laughing. <laughs> That's the footage. Do I have to mime flying away from the screen if it explodes? Uh, no. Can I bite my finger? I'll have Captain Kirk when I recoil. <laughs> I, and I guess you could just sort of stick your finger in your mouth, although you like the controller would run into your face. I'll oh, just insist you my hand into my head. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, good times. I, yeah, it is, I, I would love a lot to play of fun. This. Can I if use you, the, uh, the vibe you, wands and do, do a double fish Shatner punch? It's it's more, it looks more like he's swinging a golf club. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is available for Vive, Oculus Rift, and PlayStation and, VR, and. All three versions are cross compatible, so you will oh, always wow. have someone to play with, mm. That's really uh, regardless cool. of which platform. Person? What if I play on Macintosh? <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. What not. if I play in my Sega Activator? <laughs> will will, will <laughs> no. anybody come play with? It's only for those three, <laughs> and uh, I haven't I haven't actually tried it on my own yet because I'm I've become phobic of any game. Uh, that where I have to actually talk to people and coordinate <laughs> things, uh, largely so because would... most of the people I get connected to tend to be racists in any online game. Uh, that, uh, 
Sorry, if you wanted to segue to another new release. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I want to finish at least one sentence. Jeez, uh, You're at like three right now. Be, 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 I, I can play it solo as the captain, and uh, it has like AI voice commands where they will actually be able to pay attention to there's, the yeah, context of what you're saying. But I There's loved, no I in space. Uh, yeah, I loved playing it in a role-playing fashion, too. Like, I really got into it like... Captain, the photon torpedoes, they're, they're not ready yeah. yet. Well, it's like a VR D&D thing yeah. because people, I, yeah, I am one of the dorks. People into the jargon. I am one of the dorks who, when D&D wasn't enough, when the all-you-can-eat buffet wasn't enough and I had to go fishing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did the Star Trek Bridge Simulator D&D thing where we all sat at a card tables while a CD plays sound effects in the background, <laughs> wow. and we all have assigned stations and roll dice together. Star Trek's next gen, the VHS imperative. <laughs> <laughs> and we then there's like you know basically like a dungeon master who comes up with the shit you got to do. And this was this game sounds like that, where only in a much more cool way. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to like all go over to one person's house. But like it was fun. Like it, it like it's same thing with D anD D. Like it sounds like. Oh, I don't want to sit there and say dorky things, but it's like get over yourself, and you yeah. will you will have fun. Yeah, and that that's what I wish I could play this. I don't have any kind of VR accessible stuff, so I'm kind of bummed. Someone yeah, give me a thousand dollars. I mean, a PS <laughs> a PSVR is only like five hundred. You're past that. Just <laughs> donate to Chris, and then he'll give it to me. That's not no. going to happen. You, <laughs> you can get a, a PSVR with a free camera in certain places, oh, and then you just the have worst. to buy the Move controllers. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Boy. <laughs> Also out this week, uh, Taken 7, where they say, uh, what I do have is a particular set of skills that make me the king of the Iron Fist tournament. Wow, he's uh, still at it? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Tekken. Tekken 7. That's how Friday, right? How many daughters does this yes. guy have? <laughs> Can they just decide what, when video games are going to release? Like, is it Tuesday, Thursday, or I Friday? We're seeing a lot more releasing on Friday. It makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I love the idea of releasing on Friday. Yeah. Nintendo Especially because that curve. gives us the weekend to play and talk but we about it. We, well, if you're not in the business of setting up a new release stream and like, the new release is out in three days. Guys, <laughs> life is hard. It's yeah. shut, shut up, man! <laughs> God, you have to celebrate like two releases a year now. I have to do this every week. 52 uh. of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we phoned some of those in. Come on. <laughs> uh, but this week is really good. It really is. And I would have loved to have played Tekken 7. Because uh, I have a... There's man. some great tournaments over the weekend for Tekken 7. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I'm rooting for Tekken 7. I, yeah, I like that... Uh, well, I like that Harada is still running the show. Yeah. I like... I like that they are e- seemingly embracing how complicated it is. Like, look, there's here's five generations of Mishima are in this game. Oh, the lore is super silly. The lore and, and, like, still really, is there. It's really yep. fun. Like, I, I, I like we that. did we did all the Tekken endings. Mm-hmm. Like, we did really the, watching all those, and it's like I obsessed over this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that they're. I wonder if this will be the last Tekken of a number, and that mm-hmm. they'll just start over with Tekken or Tekken colon the final fight or something. Bullshit. It depends how it sells in Japan. Eh, well, I mean, well, that's something too that is making Tekken Seven a weirder proposition because it's been out in arcades yeah. in Japan for over a year. Uh, like, I think when I was last time I was there, I there were trailer there were trailers running in the arcades uh, that were packed at ten o'clock on a Tuesday. By the way, <laughs> I wish that was still the case here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember if the game was out or not, but like there was, was a lot Pokin, of then. there was a lot of yeah, Pokemon was out. Uh, there was a lot of Tekken hype at the time. Tekken's been out for a good while. Yeah, I, were, yeah, it was Ultra Street Fighter Four and a lot of Tekken. And I assume 
I assume it must have been seven, but maybe seven wasn't out. No, seven's know. been out for a while in arcades there, but the the home release has a, some extra bells and whistles, obviously. Sure. And also, what I want to know though is in Japan, they have a big marketing deal for the home version. With New Japan oh, Pro yeah. Wrestling, huh. that multiple wrestler like King can dress yeah. up as Okada, the top guy yeah, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Awesome. A Bullet Club shirt can be worn Whoa. by other people, and, yep. and King hmm. will do Okada's finisher even in the game. Wow, which is, that's great! Which King always was wrestling. their secret. Re- well, not <laughs> secret, but yeah. they just gave him every cool wrestler's is that move. Rainmaker, is that the right yeah the Rainmaker yeah. baby? Yeah. So how many I've, times has Rainmaker been kicked out of? Uh, only twice now, but uh, what, a his- what a history! You know what? Three times, three times. But yeah, it's it's been protected, but it's getting into Undertaker territory where it was like, oh my god, this is the second person ever to kick well, out of the. When um, you wrestle this long, like, yeah, you're, you're, you got to tell that story. As as their equivalent of WrestleMania goes on, it'll just keep getting yeah, kicked yeah. out of and kicked out of. But anywho. <laughs> Uh, by the way, in just a month and a few days, I'll be in Long Beach, California, watching the New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, yeah. And so looking forward to it. But anyway, that's Tekken 7. And you'll be thinking about Tekken 7, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, also out this week, The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, drops its final episode. Mm. Wait, and there's only like... Oh, it did start with two episodes, I forget. So this this is the yeah. normal five. Yeah. Yeah, it's episode five. The season's been... The season so is wrapping up. up with. Wow. And uh, Perception is uh, is out on Steam. It won't be out till the second week of June. Uh, as someone who kickstarted it and asked for a PS4 code, that makes me slightly... What is Perception? I don't even sad. know what it is. Uh, it is a game put together by uh, alumni from Dead Space and Bioshock mm. and it is a game about a oh, blind, blind woman lady. Yeah, yeah. who uh, taps her cane on the ground to see by echolocation huh. so you like tap your cane and it sends out like a, a pulse that like illuminates things around you the and gradually fades and there's also like a thing called the presence that uh, you have to avoid oh. mm. uh, making noise around, or else it'll kill you. Not a Christmas game, then. I'm still so nah. far behind on my, like I kickstarted Cosmic Star Heroine, and I very much intended to play it, but I can't find my fucking code. Or maybe I asked for, <laughs> maybe I asked for a Vita code. It's, the Vita version's yeah, not out the yet. Vita one's not out, right? Okay, yeah, I don't think it is. Okay, I think it, I, I think hoping. it had some problems with the Vita version. I was about to buy it, and I was like, wait a minute. I really want that Vita one. No, I definitely am going to play that on my Vita. I I just played 100 hours of Persona 5 on my PS4. I'm like, I don't want to stare at a TV this long for an RPG again. I want no, to, I'll stare I want at a tiny anime. screen. Exactly. Mm. I can do that in bed, baby. <laughs> oh, why can't it come to the Switch? That's the new Vita. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Every every game has to be on the Switch now. Yeah. It, it I is, agree. It is the best. If, uh, if my research is correct, and I do only research in YouTube comments... Uh, mm-hmm. Switch version or GTFO? Yeah, according yeah. to the Citizen yeah. Kane trailer, I have a, <laughs> uh, I have a feeling. I think the Switch is going to really do great. Well, no, if uh, in Japan, I think it's going to do really I great. If they can make I, units available. The shit is going to dry up if they don't put units I in bet, people's I fucking hands. I bet a hands. lot of games. I, I even looked on eBay. It's a hundred dollars more to get a, a fucking out of box Switch. I bet a lot of units will be available when a certain monster hunting game arrives in Japan. Yeah. That's that's important. And when and once a shitload more of those are sold in Japan, then every Japanese developer will say, "Well, crap, we have to put out a Switch I, I version just, of this." I thought it could subsist itself for a year solely on ports. Which version totally. do you want? Well, this one might cost ten dollars more, but it's portable forever. Yep, I'll take that one. Thank you. 
I get we haven't even touched on, on Michael or sorry Chris's two favorite new yes. releases. Yes, today. one was uh, Danger Zone, which uh, I, I somehow missed. Uh, it, has it was it out already? I don't or was know. it a green Steam Greenlight? But I think the original makers of uh, Burnout. And we were on this show talking about Burnout recently, and the Burnout series, R.I.P. It's good uh, stuff. It, yeah, it didn't it, it it didn't veer into a territory that I loved. The open was it Paradise? Is that really Paradise was Burnout? the open world one? Yeah, I think Dave said there was an XBLA weird Burnout game. Yeah, I remember that. I don't I don't remember it at all. But uh, but well, like, it was originally made like for tablets, and then they also yeah, put it, was it like on Crash XBLA. Breaker, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like uh, EA bought. Criterion, the makers of Burnout, and they ended up working on a lot of Need for Speed games. Very, very good Need for Speed games. Yeah. It incorporated a lot of great yeah. things about the Burnout series. In Now Criterion only that? makes X-Wings. But like, <laughs> in biannual Need yes. for Speed games. They don't even make Need for Speed games anymore. One of the elements missing was the Crash Breaker, and that was, I don't know how to describe it, the more interactive version of Peggle, but with cars and exploding buses. Yeah, it was in Burnout 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takedown? Mm-hmm. Uh, for yeah. the original Xbox, yeah. uh, I guess PS2, I played mm-hmm. on the original Xbox back in 05, I guess. Mm-hmm. 04, 05. But it's like, it's like a, it's an arcade mode where mm-hmm. you have a car that you hurl into traffic and try to get the biggest wreck possible. And you control and your dead car's body afterwards yeah, and then maybe so explode fun. it again. It's very fun. Yeah, you push a button to detonate it after it's yeah. been hit and you just try to like Rack up as many points and hit these aftershock explosions, and that's what this game is a riff on. And execute more explosions. But it's yeah. like, I don't... What's I the name of the game? The, uh, the game one? is Danger Zone. Danger Zone. With a fucking NASCAR logo. Danger Zone. And it's, it's 12 bucks. So, like, it, some of it seems a little Steam Greenlighty to me. Uh, be, I just... The, well, my only real complaint about it is that it all occurs at this moment in a simulation in uh, mm. the Batman uh, Begins <laughs> vault yeah in like a VR simulation rather than like Burnout took place in a real world and it was granted it was mostly cars you destroyed but there was always that like you might tip a tower here or there yeah like a light post or something that's or impossible and if you blow up your car and go off the road there's no grass anymore so you're just dead you, and you fall in a over. literal pit and it's like- but it's, it's training you to like basically get the platinum award in every Crash Breaker mode, it's called the Smash Breaker here. Because clearly <laughs> EA isn't involved. Uh, but, like, say for instance, you need five, you need to wreck five cars before you can execute your explosion, which will blow you up, and then you can then move the husk of your car into another portion of the map. You cause a wreck, cause four cars to explode, and you see over here, oh, here's an instant Crash Breaker. I need to get over that way. And you get over that way, and you blow up more shit. And you blow yourself up into another direction where you create more chaos. It's really, like, I Peggle is a weird a weird comparison but that's what it feels like mm. like how can I throw this one object that mm. I, I'm steering for about four seconds uh, with a steering wheel and then I'm just sort of controlling via explosion but it's really fucking fun and made one weird mode that was unaddressed and that's an, probably a VGA topic at some point when they rip out a fun mode from a game and make a whole game out of that oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's what this is it's like just the mercenaries a, mm-hmm. like yeah. the mercenaries yeah, Resident Evil, or like yeah. when yes. they made that Okami spin-off digging game, which doesn't exist. <laughs> but it, it it's it was super fucking fun. It's one of those things that uh, it's my kind kind of game where like instant reload, play again, get a gold medal. Yeah, yeah. Constant action. I really do like that. It's very fun. Um, and you also play the new sequel to Heavy Rain starring Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Pressing Jason. X to Jason. Jason. Has, did anybody else get a hold of Friday the 13th? I did. Game? No. But you've all know the movies really well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would call this the. There are a lot of warts on this game. Um, Much like Jason. The, the servers don't work. It's really hard to find, uh, uh, to get match made. There's no single player. 
So, mm. granted, the the idea really is really selling me on this I loaded, Friday the thirteenth. But those, game. but those are all things that'll be fixed. Yeah, and will go away eventually. But and they they say there'll be a single player element, but it has one of the worst tutorials I've ever seen because it doesn't play like any other game I've ever seen because I haven't played a lot of a. Uh, uh, Player on player known battleground yeah, or like or a, dead by daylight or yeah just sort of these like uh, I I don't know exactly what to call this type of game but a terrible tutorial and then you have to read forty paragraphs of text and then jump into this matchmaking section that could take as long as twenty minutes and so, then you could get killed in four seconds <laughs> and then you have to watch for twenty minutes oh. so you won't be playing but right now where the game's at it is fucking fascinating to watch. It, it's really fun to watch so other players. Everybody you play is either sexy teens or mm-hmm. Jason killing sexy camp counselors teens. or Jason. And camp yep. counselors, camp counselors are just thrown in all different directions of a campsite. I don't know if it's randomly generated. Or there, there are different camps related to uh, the the movie series. I just yeah, it's, Pakenak, uh, I don't fucking remember Crystal Pakenak. Lake, Higgins Haven, Higgins, Haven and Pakenak. And, and, yeah. Pakenak. and I, I feel like they're different every time, but I think you're just thrust into these big areas and different areas, and it never feels the same. Mm. But you, if, as a counselor, yeah. you need to escape or survive, Jason. Uh, you can find you can find gasoline, which will help you power a boat or a car, and then you can escape Crystal Lake in a boat or a car. You need to find a propeller for the boat, a battery for the car, so you need two items in addition to keys, and you have no idea where they are. It sounds like well, it reminds me of like Left 4 Dead mixed with the NES game. Kind of. Well, Asymmetrical I, multiplayer like yeah. Left 4 Dead, and then I, something different. I played exactly two rounds of mm-hmm. this. The first round, I lucked out and was Jason, mm-hmm. and I had an immense amount of fun. Have you played that Jason? That shit is insane. The powers yeah. they gave they give Jason are canonical to the, the movies. Yeah, they make teleport, they, right? Like, yeah, explain a lot. Yes, he can teleport anywhere on the <laughs> yeah. map. There's like a short range thing where like <laughs> you trigger it and like he flies along like the camera in Evil Dead. Yeah, a lot of people like, can't seem to understand how that works, but you get this Evil Dead vision like. You're looking behind you, and there's Jason. He doesn't sprint. He's just walking behind you, and then you turn the camera around, and he's standing in front of you. <laughs> Jason has that ability with cooldown all the time. That's great. He can see people X-ray wise all throughout the thing, and like yep, he can see sound waves. He can it's- see sound waves. You can so the counselors can trick Jason. They can uh, mm-hmm. hide under beds, but like it's like the more feel for, fearful you are, the the more likely Jason is to see you, and you become yeah. more fearful. If you encounter your co-player's dead bodies, uh-huh. he's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Jason's like, "Yes, there he is." Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's one of the most accurate adaptations of a film franchise yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely, but nobody seems to know how to play it yeah, very well, I, I and had, the servers don't work I had, very well. I had great fun being Jason. I killed like three people, and I found out like with the chatter afterward, like, "Oh, good job distracting him, guys!" Because mm-hmm. like I killed three, and the other five got away mm-hmm. uh, while I was busy hacking teens apart with Nex. <laughs> but uh, then the second round, mm-hmm. I'm uh, playing as a counselor. And so I know from playing as Jason mm-hmm. that like, if you're hiding in a cabin, uh, he can see that someone's hiding there because the cabin is lit up yeah. red. So what do I do? I make a beeline for the first cabin I see. And as I'm opening the door, I hear... That cha, cha, mm-hmm. cha, 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 and that's <sighs> the beautiful. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you don't know where Jason but is. I, I did. But a, when, I did a blue chicken impression there of Jason. <laughs> and remember, remember uh, one one music. one person is playing as Jason. Right. Yeah. And when he's close, the only way you know is that music kicks in. You're just like, wow. like not on like yeah. Left for Dead when yeah, the yeah, tank yeah. music so, kicks so up. So I get in there. I immediately bolt the door, run for the nearest bed, and hide under it. And I keep hearing Jason's music, like going past and mm-hmm. coming back and going past. And like finally, I just realize like. 
So I'm basically I I'm too afraid to get out of here. My my heart in real life it is feels pounding. like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah. It's really accurate. Uh, you know I'm I and realizing I have no idea what I'm supposed yeah. to do when I get out of here. I don't have a microphone. I can't really coordinate with the other players. Uh, I, I guess I'm supposed to look for things, but I'm kind of too scared. And you know what? Uh, I'm just going to do everyone a favor and disconnect. Oh, just, ah. well, don't do that because you gain yeah. XP for everything. And like Jason's oh, that's true, but... kill abilities are unlocked just by the longer you play. You'll unlock like, well, can I... I Man, can, Michael, disconnector over here. I can punch this that guy's head off. Well, I'm like, I, I feel like I've painted myself into a corner, and uh, yeah, I'm not so you got to take anything. the death. Even by dying, will gain yeah. you fun XP, perks for the counselors, or shit for Jason, which is like maybe you want to chop a guy's crotch in half with a machete. Yeah. You can uh, you can throw him down and do that. And, and playing as Jason is a really weird experience, and, and sometimes very funny because no one knows how to play the game just yet. So you, yeah. when you hear yeah. like, "Oh yeah, this is a person who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing," That's true. That's and like they're point. just wandering around you, spreading spreading. See, the I, sh- I should have thought of that, and then I wouldn't <laughs> have gotten psyched out because you can kill Jason, and it's insane. When you can actually get to do that, you can mm-hmm. set up these fucking bear traps. Is there a girl can, with telekinetic play, powers? And playing as Jason, I got, it has something like that. I got like knocked down twice, mm-hmm. and like somebody just like shot me, and like, oh god, I'm down, and like hammer A to get back yeah. up gradually. Jason grabs you, he grabs you by the throat. You can rapid tap X for uh, to to like kick him in the stomach and break free. You'll be hurt a little bit. Uh, but you have, also, if you have a pocket knife, it's like a one hit. You stab him in the, the arm, and he lets you go. It's like get out of Jason it's free. Like, uh, R- that e- sounds like Resident Evil. Yeah. Resident Evil remake, yeah. yeah. Does you it? You get little daggers, and if a zombie grabs you, it- stab him in the arm. Get out of there free. Jason can throw knives. He has an axe, and he can has melee abilities and a combat stance that I've never been able to really fully rationalize. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he's super overpowered. He can be killed. I've never fucking seen it. Yeah. I've never seen I, it. I, f- I feel like I need the to... twelve minutes he played. Never seen it. <laughs> no, we put, we played ninety minutes on our stream. And by the way, our stream was the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened to me because we're streaming. What is it? Three o'clock Pacific, the same time we stream every week. Twitch, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Laser Time, uh, and just. What I've done in the past is you do have I never hook my mic up to anything. I don't know where my PS4 mic is. Yeah. But you have you have a mic. Mm-hmm. And the more you talk to people, the more likely you are to succeed. And people who are close to one another can hear one another. Yeah. You can find a walkie-talkie and you can talk to people via mm-hmm. the walkie-talkie. Hmm. And I didn't know this until I became Jason. Jason just hears everything you're saying. Wow. So it was a hor- it was fucking hilarious to, to be like, yeah, I think he's coming. He's coming. Oh, fuck, he's totally here, guys. Oh, fuck, he's totally here. Yeah, I'm totally here. What's going on? And like, um, See, in, in my case, I think I can only hear people like who were close to me because clearly like they were communicating behind my back. But mm-hmm. uh, there was one point where like, I grabbed a guy at, like after he just like shot me with a flare. And he's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? That bullshit. How'd that bounce off your face? See, yeah. uh, I was playing at one one match in our stream with a bunch of guys who went out of their way to find the boat propeller, the gasoline, start the boat, and leave it in a certain spot. I didn't hear what they said. So I stole their boat and ran away <laughs> and destroyed their entire getaway. And when the map was over, it's just like, it's just like the end. Jason escaped. Jason, you're just like, oh, fuck you. We were just, boom, that was so hard to do. And you stole our boat. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know. It was a little girl and I ran away. But, 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 I thought you were Jason and Jason escaped. No. Like, <laughs> but that's the fucked up part. Jason can swim. So I'm like, I thought I was being clever by like. Uh, uh, but he, the NES game is an indication he can rip ass across that lake. <laughs> he, has a, he has a morph ability. You can jump to any spot on the map, yeah, and if yeah. you're not playing Jason correctly, it's because you're not morphing around on the map, hitting your sensibility like, 
There's no one within half a mile. Just zip to another point on the map. No one in half a mile. There's a guy. Shift into... I think it's called your shift ability, where you uh-huh. fucking evil dead your way through yeah, the woods and appear great. behind his back. You should be able to fight someone adjacent. It's the funniest thing that fucking happened. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And just... The previous game, like, I was close to someone. He kind of told me what to do. That's great, because the, the tutorial sucks dick. Uh, it's awful. And the guy's like, okay, grab this. He can hear this. You can turn the radio on, and it might draw him here. And it might draw him towards the radio. But make sure you barricade all your doors. That'll, he can't escape through windows. Told me all that shit. The game didn't, because there's no single player. You just have to learn live if you're lucky enough to get into a match at this point. Um, and then in the second round, Dave and I got in with these... Let's just call them... 10 year old children they don't know who jason is they keep calling him the killer so dave are dave and i are clinging to life on the backbone of like uh get the i gotta go gotta go in 20 minutes we're about to eat spaghetti dinner so dave and i are clinging to life with these 10 year old children and it just was this revelation of like i spent the day renewing the business license for lt <laughs> and I'm doing the exact same thing as this child. <laughs> these children, these ten year old children with these high pitched voices who are fucking dragging us through this situation. <laughs> Way better at it. Have no and yes, again, call him the killer. Do not know who Jason is. But have this game anyway. How do they end up with this game? I of, don't know. Of all games. There's so many games out this week, but it's Dave and I contending with children, <laughs> hoping they'll save us because we can't figure it out. And we're just making fun of these kids the whole time because they're, they're taking it very serious. And there's one moment where the kid dies, and it's just like I can't even do it. Like, ah! like if you want to hear a ten year old scream bloody murder and he, when he's killed by Jason, it play happens any game screen. online. No, it's different because you have the opportunity to get away from Jason. Right. And he failed and just gets murdered until he's shut off. Um, it, I, I recommend playing with mics, I guess. But that's no, like, it sounds really fun. I lo- like, it's the, when it all works. I, I want to give it another it is try because I feel bad about quitting it. It is the absolute perfect Friday the 13th game. It's really buggy. It's really not finished. Hmm. Uh, it, it's very hard to find him. You were here when Dave. The end of the stream is I didn't ten get minutes. To see of, it get played. Yeah. Just... The end of the stream is ten minutes of Dave and I trying to find a match, and we hmm. can't. And I, I think you were here and like Dave, like we couldn't find a match, so we spit you in a server by yourself. Hopefully, we'll match make you with people they never did. But again, that shit will be fixed. It's a small team. It's mm-hmm. a Kickstarter game. But if you're a fan of Friday the 13th, Jesus Christ, please do this. For a kickstarted game that promised a a video game that truly is like the films, Mm -hmm. they pulled it off. Like, I'd say they succeeded. And you can, uh, okay, you can escape by boat. You can uh, find the battery in a car and escape Crystal Lake. Or you could repair a call station and call the police and you, like, wait five minutes and the police will show up and you can run out the entrance Mm. of Crystal Lake. Or you can kill Jason. Again, never seen that option. Uh, but it, you can also like survive till the end of the match, and then Jason like just walks in like, oh, it's his mother's head, and like yeah, I, just, I love that if you're playing so as Jason, uh, I think they got the actual actress who played Jason's mom, yeah. to do the the voice lines. Like, good boy, Jason, so you killed them. Henry all. is someone who's seen the movies. You might know this. Remember Corey Feldman, one of the most con- only other consistent character in the film series is yeah. Tommy. Mm-hmm. Corey Feldman played Tommy as a kid, survived. Grew up, sort of became Jason. It's complicated, yes. but he's the only. He's never played by the same actor, but it's it's one of the only consistent characters. So, like, somebody dies, another character in the game can get to a radio and like, hold, it, it takes a while, but you can call on a radio, call somebody else, and it's Tommy, oh, uh, Jason wow. Hunter, and it's the guy. It's and he's, the, he's got one shotgun round. He's got one shotgun round. 
Which it's it's really fun to see like Jason taken down because like you can knock him down. I've never seen him killed. Now and, I I love that. Well, I mean that's one of the. I know it mostly because it was a really funny clip on Botchamania, but mm-hmm. the one, I forget which film it was, but where he gets shot by a shotgun, he's down, then gets up, shot with another shotgun round, down, up, down, up, down, until the guy runs out of bullets. And so shotguns are a good uh, it's, quick it's, fix it's, with Jason. I mean, Jason's essentially killed at the end of every movie, but yeah. it's always different and crazy elaborate. And it is possible if you're mic'd up, to grab, because you always have a weapon. You have a weapon and a bunch of small items like health kits and radios. But everybody has a machete, a wrench, a baseball bat, a gun mm-hmm. with one shot, or a flare gun. You can shoot in Jason's eye, which is the funniest thing I ever saw. You hit him in the eye, and he just falls over like a goddamn Looney Tune, like back. <laughs> let's go of everything. Right. I've never seen anybody kill him. I really like to see this game work a little better, so we could just see everything. I don't know that it works yet. I don't know that it's good, whether it's good or not. I just know that it's accurate. And if you're a Friday the 13th fan, it's amazing uh, and really yeah. fun. And, and you can unlock a bunch of different Jasons and a bunch of different moves and perks for your counselors and real fun. But no single-player mode with a terrible, horribly working servers. All right. Well, Chris, you've been waiting this whole episode to get not. to this segment. Take my advice. What? Do as I say. Huh? Save a little money for a rainy day. Me? Game Boy, deal segment. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Game, game deal time. segment. Uh, hey, baby. Target. Target's your place to be this week if you want to get a brand new game for cheaper than normal. It did occur. I don't know. This is neither here nor there. Uh, it occurred to there me. There is so much show left. Oh, my God. <laughs> I only buy games that I really want immediately. Fifty nine ninety nine. When do you buy a game after that? Because it's like mm. I think twenty nine. It has to be under twenty nine ninety nine. If it's if within it a, if it's within a month and it's down to forty, I might buy it. I, I just if I wanted it that bad, I'd buy it during release. If yeah. I didn't, I could wait until it's thirty. Well, sometimes it's a game I wasn't going to pre order, but then if the reviews are good enough, then I'll mm. get it for forty within a month. But mm. uh, otherwise, I'll wait till it's thirty or twenty. So this 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 is weird. even though it's indicative of maybe Prey having some problems. Prey, mm. Halo Wars two, and Mass Effect. Andromeda are thirty nine ninety nine at Target this week. I'd buy um, well, I I wouldn't buy Mass Effect, but <laughs> I already did. I made that mistake already. Now, it's I, looking better. Have it. you seen those? Uh, the updates are making it. Look I didn't hate better. it. I was just playing Persona, and I like ultimately like oh, that yeah. more. Um, COD Infinite Warfare also in Overwatch, reveling in its one year anniversary thirty five ninety nine. PSN. Be quiet, corporate shills, or chime in because there's a lot of Ubisoft and Capcom stuff on sale. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're uh, both they both are doing sales on mm-hmm. PSN right now. Assassin's Creed Triple Pack, uh, Black Flag, Unity, and Syndicate for forty four dollars for all three, uh, up to seventy. Seven, I'll, I'll speak for Michael and say what a deal. What a deal. <laughs> How about this, Michael? Can you speak to this? Up to seventy percent off Devil May Cry games, wow. including uh, I think Devil, DMC is like eleven bucks, it's which is game. I really really love. Disney Afternoon Collection thirteen ninety nine. That's yeah. essentially a new game. What a deal. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection, even better, is five ninety nine. Yeah, that, I saw that. If I didn't already own it, I mm. would have bought it. And there's a shitload of... And I don't know how to deal with this, really, but there's a In the shit- game deal section? You don't know how to deal with this? <laughs> the, the, there's a bunch of uh, Street Fighter and Resident Evil stuff on sale mm. on PS3. And, like, the, it's... The discounts are drastic, but it feels weird for me to recommend someone get something on PS. My if PS3 doesn't work anymore. If your PS3 still plugged in, like it's a good deal. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah. 
but it's, I'm not ever you, you plugging it back in. One of the last ones to roll off the assembly line in Japan. <laughs> That's true. I, I might. I do have to get another one at some point. I'm well, going to. And also, there's a big Xbox Live sale going on too. Right Indeed. Now. Uh, hold on. Don't segue yet, oh, Henry. Sorry. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance bundle, Henry. Fifty percent oh, yeah. off. And on it's, PSN. It's, Still too much? $30 for two games? Sh- I never played the, the Alliance games. the price it should have freaking been when Re- it came out. Remember when they were insanely expensive because nobody was reprinting them? That, mm. Yes, they were. And, uh, but 60 and I sold it with, uh, at that point. But 60 oh. 60 bucks for those is just not the right price. It, you know, some poor developer had to get there and blow Kevin Feige and Ike Perlmutter at the same time just to get it out at that price. A <laughs> uh, bunch of other Capcom stuff on PS3. Xbox Live, yes. Uh, Alien Isolation is the coolest one for twelve bucks. Yeah, wow. twelve bucks. So that was, I Xbox already Live. owned it because it had been a uh, Games with Gold game. Mm-hmm. So, but well, good, I, I, good preparation for hiding under the bed from Jason. Well, it's it's odd because that's the only thing, only game I could ever compare Friday the Thirteenth to is Alien Isolation, mm-hmm. a big giant thing that you you can try and destroy, but and you're based lose. on a movie that uh, franchise that first premiered in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and uh, I I don't know how it works because remember there's like that uh, Sigourney Weaver like fucking Yafet Kodo and Ian Holm. They got mission. everybody. They did, they and everybody. that's that's also discounted. I don't know how this works. There's a season. Pa- I don't know why you'd call something a season pass when you're done releasing things it's for like it. Two episodes, yeah. But, but it's, it's like ten bucks, maybe in addition to this. They mean well. I mean, season pass just means all the DLC. All the DLC. That's what it means. Uh, and Borderlands Handsome Collection 1980. There's also the Bioshock Collection there. I didn't write down the price, but uh, Telltale Games. Batman, Guardians, Walking Dead, Wolf Among Us, all up to 75% off, and a free Jack Sparrow outfit for the greatest new movie in the universe. Um, also- well, I am really behind on movies, because I, I, I keep forgetting, like, oh yeah, Alien is out, mm-hmm. Pirates is out, I just I don't care. I just hated Prometheus to such an extent, I don't know. Yeah, I can enjoy no Alien way, Gummer. baby, no way. Um, Amazon has Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, it's... Just one of those that's things. That's not even out yet. It's not. No, that's thirty-five bucks. About to say, I don't think that's out. Well, no. maybe it's, it's. I had it here on well, Amazon. I mean, that's a bucks. good. That's a good deal. Bioshock Collection, twenty-five bucks on Amazon. Um, you can pl- play Burial at Sea if you haven't yet. And yeah. just so I can receive a bunch of shit. Hey, you want to know how dead the Toys to Life genre is? Mm-hmm. Toys are us, Brett. Uh, <laughs> Disney Infinity figures. What do you think the deal is? Anybody want to guess the deal? Uh, Disney Infinity buy one figures. get. Three free. Uh, three. Back when I was buying toys at discounted mm-hmm. prices, three for ten was the magic. Three for ten dollars. Three for ten. But that's like nineties money. So that uh, three for twenty. How's Michael, that? you want to take a stab? No, it's not either of those. Um, not exactly. Buy for the price of one. You were the closest. It wow. is buy one get four free. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Buy one that. get four free for. Uh, that's, that's verging on like just take them. Yeah, why are you? Why are you? Toys R Us. Why are you peeing on Disney when it's crying in the corner? Could you get like, arrested for shoplifting? <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, but that's clearly a laser that, time that, investigation. That's clearly <laughs> the price it should be called. The get these off the shelf sale. <laughs> get them out of here. I will say Disney Infinity. I still Those hold the torch for that game. It, it, the toys are great. The the games are fun. Mm-hmm. I think the Star Wars games are really. I think a lot of fun. They hit their stride, and it sucks that that's where like, they included ju- it. Just having that, like, uh, Disney, like, the mm-hmm. remember the, the toy box mode from mm-hmm. Toy Story mm-hmm. 3, that game? Yeah. Like, it's it's basically that. Uh, applying that that's that, in every version. Applying that to Tatooine mm-hmm. and having, like, oh, you can walk out to where the Sarlacc is and throw Jawas into oh, it, boy. and it'll vomit and, them up. And so, there's, there's still the, uh, oh, sorry, Henry. Final what's Fantasy it? 12, the Zodiac Age, is out July 11th, so they're already slashing the price before Dang. it's out. 
I'm betting they're not getting a ton of pre-orders for that game because who think played it on the PS2? Plenty of 100 hours remastered Square games you can get. I don't know. I don't know what the audience is for this at this point in time. Brett, um, I, I've always wanted to play 12. I still have my PS2 and it's fine. Um, I never finished 12. So there's still the Go bundle for, on hum, Humble Bundle we talked about last week. Please go to Humble Bundle if you care to see more. It's good shit. But my favorite this week is uh, the Adult Swim bundle. Headlander, Volgar the Viking, Westerado, Duck Game, all yours for $12. Pay over 12 bucks, you get a duck plush. Westerado really is uh, fantastic. Headlander, These are all the Headlander was fun. Yeah. Volgar the Viking is oh, that's also amazing. Good time. It's yeah. basically it. Restan, right? It's, it's basically like yeah. Ghosts and Goblins meets Nordic uh, mythology. It's fucking great. Uh, and you can get all those for like less than like less than five bucks. I don't know what it's going to be. It's around 30, 2010, trying to explain like, yeah, Rostan's 30 years old. It's like Volstar? Volgar the Viking. What's the Viking? Volgar. 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 Mm-hmm. And like both of the references were like nobody could really. It's like Chris is like, oh, I know one of those things. I, lo- I know Volgar. Yeah, I love Volgar. I was like, Jesus, what's the point? Yeah. But that is it for game deals. Take my advice. Fart in my mouth. Save a little money for a rainy day. Uh, <laughs> Thank you! Well, <laughs> you know what that uh, means. It's time to move on I, to... I, <laughs> Stealth Beetle. I do love his Breath of the Wild. Ooh. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Ooh-wee, Lee! Ooh-wee! Ooh-wee! <laughs> Stop Ooh-wee. stalking me, Link! <laughs> All right, I'll go through the news all on right, this thank then. You. Uh, I like being the news reader. All right, so, but these were all brought together by Dave. Uh, thanks, dope. Dave Rudd. Uh, so, first off, Sonic Mania. Are you guys ready to go crazy for Sonic on August 15th? Hells I, I, yes. I don't pre order anything. I pre ordered that Genesis statue it's version cool. yeah, two years cool. ago. Yeah, in so full. Wow. Like, give me that one. No, no, no. Sonic Mania was just announced last year. I was there okay. at its reveal yeah, event at the Sonic 25th anniversary party at San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> where I was stuck in a room with a bunch of Sonic fans who had all eaten a lot of free chili dogs. <laughs> I, I pre ordered it. We're going to fuck each other in mascot suits now. <laughs> I pre ordered it so long ago that the Genesis statue was actually of the real world. Cast member. That was take me a while. Let me bad. Google that joke. All right, so like <laughs> Sonic Mania <laughs> coming. It's coming to the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. August fifteenth. Mm-hmm. It's twenty buckarinos, and it is uh, from what I played of it, and I think I'm the only person in this room who's played it. Ew. It was. Uh, it, it's pretty much Mega Man Nine for Sonic, and yeah. that is a good thing. Like guy people who loved the old Sonic games mm-hmm. are making a new Sonic game that looks like an old it's Sonic game. It's a game for Sonic fans that Japanese people under Sonic Team didn't make. Yeah, that they be awesome. couldn't be trust to touch. <laughs> and uh, But also with the announcement today, there was a really awesome like animated thing that was posted, like this animated uh, like 30-second ad that looked just like the Sonic CD anime, which is yeah. the best Sonic animation that and has it, ever existed. And it ended with like, color flowing over it, meaning there's a new... Really awesome animation. Yes, that's game. just the tease of it. And, and, and I didn't uh, say I, I meant wa- to tease that in Overwatch. They they tease something about a new backstory for like Winston's the character I play as, but a moon colony of sentient or really super smart monkeys. And uh, it was Yum. animated by oh. uh, Tyson. Ha- I want to credit them. Tyson Hess as well as Kino- Kinuko, the art, the elite mm. animator on Skullgirls, mm. and Anthony Holden. 
uh, Japanese or uh, another animator. They're both. They all do really great. Tyson Hess is uh, has been an artist on the Sonic Archie comics as well. So it, it is one of the coolest teasers I've ever seen for a game that's had seventeen trailers. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm more interested. I'm more excited for it than. Um, Sonic Forces, that's the next mm. one. Mm. Though in that one, you can be your own created character. You can so finally, finally be your OC. Henry the Hedgehog. I can, be, I can be my second life character, finally. It's called your OC, man. Come on. <laughs> what? Original my, don't character. Call it that. It's an OC. Don't call it's, it that. Uh, all right, anyway. Uh, the people who made... I Speaking of old games getting redone again, the I Am Setsuna devs announced their next game, which is Lost Sphere, another throwback-ish style RPG that was going to be put out in early 2018 by mm-hmm. Square. But just in case you thought Square could finish games, there was news <laughs> they they won't ever finish one. So I hope you weren't looking forward to the Final Fantasy VII Remake, because that is far, far away. Announced at uh, E3 2015 in a awesome thing, it was announced as Episodic. And as being developed mainly by CyberConnect2, the people who make the Naruto games, and they made a JoJo fighter as well. well who I have to point out mm-hmm. have hit their deadlines time and again. Yes, for a lot of episodic gameplay to to take the what? So what's happening? So Square revealed that they had made the choice for unspoken of reasons mm-hmm. to bring it internally, and that is going to the to mobile be, team to the. Uh, to, so it is going to be internally developed at Square Enix from a a new team, and not shitting on their mobile team, by the way. That, well, that teams. just feels it does feel crazy to me that mm-hmm. they're like, well, yeah, we went to people to make this for us, so it'll be done faster. But my theory. Is mm-hmm. that Tetsuya Nomura was shown what CyberConnect Two did, and there was a difference of opinions on what they wanted out of this I game. That was, the, the one thing I read is that he disagreed with specifically a trailer mm-hmm. that they made, and like, no, yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised no. the stories you hear about Nomura. Though there was another funny story I had heard about it that um, uh, that uh, friend of the show, Cat Bailey. Mm-hmm unearthed for an article she did on US Gamer that Nomura didn't know he was directing Final Fantasy 7 Remake until he saw it on a slide in a Square Enix <laughs> meeting. In a company meeting, he's like, wait, on that slide it said I'm the director. What What's going on? The president's like, yeah, you're directing it. It's, it's your game. Like he's, So he was told that on top of Kingdom Hearts 3, which is taking him quite a while it's to It's coming along nicely. We've seen two worlds. It's yeah. been eight years. Hey, having E3, a great time. I think we're going to see something. I think we're going to see something. But anyway, <laughs> So, things the last three E3s. So don't expect the, that Final Fantasy VII remake anytime Just soon. They, I want a release date for the Kingdom Hearts three trailer. And speaking of things you shouldn't expect anytime soon, Advance Wars. This was what? one I found, uh, but I wanted to bring up. So uh, you know the new Fire Emblem game came mm-hmm. out, and some people were getting interviews with the Fire Emblem team, it's, which is also the Advance Wars team. I just got to say it's nuts. If, if you watch Adult Swim every night, every commercial break is chock full of Fire Emblem advertising for Fire oh, Emblem Echo Shadows of Valentia. I've just never seen Valencia? Fire Emblem pushed so hard by Nintendo before. Well, Fire Emblem is. Now, as a Fire Emblem fan, it is weird to go from one game every four years yeah, to yeah. four games every one year, like <laughs> which is where we're at. Like they they put out 
Fire Emblem Echoes after Fats last year, and then we've got Fire Emblem Heroes coming out, and they said they're making another game for Switch that is also Fire Emblem. And so, well, they're also doing a Path of Ra- a Radiant Path of Radiance. Remake, I think right? that I believe that has not been confirmed yet, oh, but I, I think I that, uh, that was a rumor. But so. With all that being worked on by Intelligent Systems, there's, uh, you know, seems like Advance Wars won't get another game again. It, the last game they got was Days of Ruin in 2009, which wasn't even released in Japan until it was a a uh, My Nintendo deal. Uh, or, you know, the Club Nintendo, whatever yeah, the old yeah. one was called. What a soundtrack. But anyway, so they interviewed... Uh, Hitoshi uh, Yamagami, who was a producer on three of the Advance War games, including the last one, and this was at Eurogamer, and he explained why we aren't going to see, we haven't seen any Advance War suits. Personally, I'd read lo- the interview. <laughs> Personally, I'd love to do Advance Wars, but since it's harder to create relationships between its characters compared to Fire Emblem, I don't have a clear idea of what kind of setting it could have. Mm. But that's like that's that's crazy to say like. They're basically saying if we can't get dating elements in Advance Wars, then how Why can bother? we make? Is that what he's saying, or is he saying like that it's it's harder to get modern military characters to relate to each other in the same way that fantasy warriors do? But it doesn't. Or, or is he saying that like what's the hook on an Advance Wars game? What what makes it? different I mean, than the well, other that Advance is Wars what Save Fire Emblem was the dating element mm. hook. Like that people, is true. Both in Japan and America, Fire Emblem didn't sell half as well as it did until they added waifus to it. I got an idea. <laughs> a cult in Montana mm-hmm. versus Germany, who is going to be the only people we can call on to help once this happens. <laughs> and uh, he went uh, also, another producer on it said, uh, uh, Masahiro Higuchi said, the Advance Wars series is one that I personally have a lot of interest in. I hear some of the staff here saying that they want to make one too. So if we have the chance, it's something I'd like to do. Mm. But... But uh, also, though, there's tons of cool-looking characters in Advance Wars. All those COs, oh, they could all get married. You yeah, the COs are great. Man, Kendall as a villain is super fun. Mm. And, uh, like, Sammy, Andy, Max, uh, Jess Rachel. Jess was one of my favorites. Rachel, like Jess. Like, those character designs Eagle. are so fun. Yeah, I love Advance Wars. I, I, would, I want it to come back. But actually, Nintendo is... The thing that made me think we'll never see another Advance Wars is that one of the Nindies coming to Switch is basically 95% Advance Wars, and that just seemed like mm. Nintendo saying, yeah, we'll publish that. We're not making Advance yeah, Wars. No, one of the only games on the Switch when it came out was their F-Zero clone. Uh, and lastly, Xbox Games Pass is launching on June 1st, and will grant unlimited access to over 100 Xbox One and 360 games for a monthly fee, I believe $9.99, and it comes with a two-week trial for Xbox Gold members, and uh, I... I don't know. I don't need Netflix for games. I have too many games. And, like, my gold account, my games with gold account and, and, and PlayStation Plus, like, that gives me so many games I'm not playing already. But I'll only ask you right now, just hypothetically, because this is really exciting to me. Guys, what, everyone here, what movies did you buy in the last few months? Uh, I bought my girlfriend La La Land. Yeah. Boy, because yeah. I was uh, apologizing for something. Because you didn't buy movies. Because the important thing is you don't remember what you were apologizing. <laughs> but you, but we, we, our movie buying habits have been altered due to streaming ubiquity of games. Yeah. And so if I say, here's what they just announced, the titles in the lineup of right now for nine ninety nine a month, you have access to Halo Five, 
Gears of War Ultimate Edition, Mad Max, Terraria, Sunset Overdrive, Payday. How many of those games did you buy? Uh, I think I already bought all of them. Exactly. (laughs) But you didn't have a service like Netflix. Like, that'll eventually be on Netflix. I'm Mm. not going to buy that. That, Uh, that to me, mm. seems really insane. It might change the way we buy games. Because those are big fucking games. You mean developers can make even less money? But I, well, I they pointed this out with, differently. With, yeah, guess. with EA Access, where they're like fourteen ninety nine a month. I'm like, that's EA telling you, minus GameStop and the delivery truck driver and the disc printing, all they want from you, the consumer, is fourteen ninety nine a, a month. month. And yes. like, we can exist as EA if we can cut. I don't know. This to me seems insane. I can't wait to see how it takes shape. I um, wonder how it will work in conjunction with like Scorpio. And I think also though, it's interesting they announce it. Mm-hmm before E3, because this feels like an E3 announcement, so I wonder if they're like, uh, this thing's too jam-packed, we gotta announce this ahead of time, mm-hmm. and just, just we can't explain the whole thing. We can just say, and you know, Game Pass will work great with the Scorpio, because we, as you, we told you... It seems for Payday 2, Terraria, NBA 2K16, and 360 games like Banjo-Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts, Bioshock, Fable 3, Gears of War, Soul Calibur, Viva Pinata, X- XCOM, and me unknown. And again, you're gonna say, I own all those games already, but... Will you be buying them immediately I mean, if you I'm know not, they'll show up on a, on a free on a service for nine ninety nine? I think it'll, it's a really interesting experiment. Yeah, I, I definitely f- knew it would be Microsoft mm-hmm. before Sony or Nintendo that would try this. Mm-hmm. I mean, goddamn! If if I could pay Nintendo fifteen dollars a month just yeah. to play every, just have access ever? to three hundred Nintendo games, I, I might even. But they never do that. They I, would never do that. I would pay the cost of a new game every month. Wasn't to that have what access Gaikai to was, new stuff? Well, it, PlayStation Now, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's like. I think now it's finally like a flat fee, and you yeah. can PlayStation stream. now is like uh, five hundred, like hundreds of uh, PS3 games. Yeah, so it's it's all last gen, and like I went through like the list, and it's like all of this stuff is. This seems like a really cool idea, but mm-hmm. all of this stuff is either stuff I already own or don't want, so. or, or don't want, or I don't know. My internet's fucking buggy. I don't know that I want to stream my game. No, I do wish they could just. And this is a download do, service. I, I wish they could just figure out what Microsoft did and just like. Just put your old disc in this machine and we'll let you play it. They finally, I love that they finally, for the games with gold, it's just like, you can finally easily click, just download this game that you know I have. Mm -hmm. uh, And put this on my Xbox One. Yeah, good time. So that's all the news This is so much. If this takes off, this this will change the way we all buy games, for real. There there is one more thing I Mm. want to bring up. Uh, If you are hoping for things to come to your 3DS soon, there's uh, excellent announcements on the River City front. What? Uh, there are two River City Ransom games what? coming I to 3DS. I saw that for Japan. No, well, apparently uh, Rival Showdown, which is a remake of the first game, is coming to North America. It's it confirmed for North America, but like they, ha- I've heard some people say they haven't really nailed down a release date. I've heard other people say fall. Uh, and uh, Knights of Justice, which is like yes. a that trailer is awesome. Yeah, it's I like a it's like a fantasy RPG version of River City Ransom. Uh, mm. is supposed to be coming out this summer, and so. they all look like their original Kunio Kun yep. drawings. All yeah. like you know a, a cut above like eight bit NES sprites. Maybe mm. not quite Super Nintendo, mm. but oh, that'll look fun. Yeah, mm. so that's pretty cool. Um. So moving on to our community segment, Mm -hmm. which is always a segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was, has there ever been an arcade game you wish would come to consoles but never did? Uh, We were, I don't know, we were just talking about this on, I was talking about this to our Retronauts buddies, that 
this isn't something that's been streamlined. Why? Mm. That we can't mean? get arcade games easily anywhere. Like, mm. you have to steal them. Yeah. No one has made it. And the, the one valiant effort was Microsoft when it was like Microsoft game or a like... literal quarter to shove in your system. But, like, that came the moment before iPhones came out. Yeah. And looked real stupid. Like, yeah, you want to th- play 300 Microsoft Deca points to play Centipede? Fuck uh, you. There's no iPhone games. Well, what's the. Uh, there have been some decent arcade releases for PS4. Sure. Yeah, even now, the the Flashback series. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Like Matt yeah, Mania. About Life Force, similar. I mean, it's not an arcade. Oh, no, you're right. But... Konami had released a couple arcade ports. Well, Neo Geo's going wild on it. Yeah, Neo yeah. Geo on the Switch yes. is yeah. uh, It's half of the games on Switch. Which I wish <laughs> they'd put Magician Lord on there. I freaking love Look, Magician Brett, Lord. Look, Brett, send the letter now. It's n- There's never been a Do better time. Do you think I haven't? There's never been a better time. <laughs> Uh, but we asked. Uh, but yeah, do you guys do you guys have an answer to that oh, question? Uh, hmm, boy, the one yeah. the one thing that comes to my mind is uh, every year at California Extreme mm-hmm. is this Star Trek uh, combat simulator vector game. We got you on tape huh. recording oh, yeah, somewhere from two years ago. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just this vector. I think Sega made it, and I think there's some maybe a Vectrix or mm-hmm. some weirdo home conversion, but it's not the same and. By its very nature, you can't really do it mm-hmm. on a home because of the way the graphics are created on by light, light, and whatever mm-hmm. the vectors mm-hmm. are. Uh, but that's just a, a very simple arcadey premise where you're just flying around as the Enterprise, blowing up Klingon ships and protecting bases. Like I always, it's the only place on Earth I can play it every year, and I really wish there was a way I could mm-hmm. play it on <clears throat> at home or something like that. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. If this has never come home, but the. Uh, the Galaga-ish type game, but with cartoony space characters called like Cosmic Odyssey by <laughs> by Namco. I, I really like that one a lot. Where you're shooting. If you remember that um, that one game of uh, shit, it's like the game where you shoot the little space aliens that are coming towards you and snapping them out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Reality. yeah this, always a California extreme. Yeah, yeah. So this is a digital version kind wow. of that but also plays like galaga and i mm. love galaga but this mm. is a gal every time i've been there i'm like oh my god this is a galaga i've never played before that's mm. awesome i can't wait i haven't gone to cal extreme in a few years i yeah. look forward to taking this one i, this I one. think it's i don't know the same some, week as evo there's something that bums me out about like all these arcade i cannot believe how younger people gamers younger than me are willing to dig back in the past mm-hmm. if they're allowed and no one is, no one is championing these games being put out anywhere. Well, our bummer. listeners are. Mm-hmm. Oh, they true. are. Good segue. Uh, well, the first responder in the forums was Sma, Sma, who said, "My answer is Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. It's a really fun beat 'em up along the lines of the D and D and X Men games from the same era. You run in one direction and beat up a bunch of shit. It's always <laughs> been my favorite beat 'em up and one of my one of my holy grails for getting an arcade board. It's fucking mm-hmm. amazing, man. I. Who even owns the rights to Cadillac and Dinosaurs? I don't it's know. Like they, just reading about that, the, its origins is confusing. Like well, Xenozoic tales. Yeah, it's it's and... not Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. It's Xenozoic. It was a tales. rebrand. It had a Saturday morning cartoon. I yeah. think around the same time that the arcade it's version an came. Unrelated out. Sega CD game that is balls ugly. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Lightwatch. It's my favorite said, Dick Tracy villain, by the way. I'm balls uh, ugly, you mugs. <laughs> Come here and suck my face. <laughs> <laughs> Lightwatch said, Ocean Hunter. What? Why did he threaten someone <laughs> with that? You're complicit in the homosexual act, see? I got dirt on you, mug. 
It'll put you behind the Grey Bob Motel. I keep putting your mouth around my, my face, my ball face. What was my name again? <laughs> ball, balls ugly. That's me. Balls ugly. I'm going to wait until you fall asleep, and then I'm going to put my face on your face. Take a picture. Put it on Snapchat. What do you think about that, huh? Buster Brown. Now you're the one with balls in your mouth. It just looks like we're kissing. All right. <laughs> Why watch that Ocean Hunter? This game was awesome, is awesome. I have fond memories of my Ocean brother and I playing this rail shooter at a new, nearby Boomer's Arcade during What the, the fuck was the name of the game? Ocean, Ocean Hunter. At a nearby Boomer's oceans. Arcade during the summer when we were in elementary school. The game is about two divers who have to journey across the seven seas, destroy the colossal sea monsters, and salvage all the treasure that their hot air balloon can carry. The premise is simple, but the game still manages to be interesting and original in its level and boss designs. For instance, the one one, sta- one stage takes place inside the body of a gargantuan sea monster, and the boss of the stage huh. is the monster's heart. In years since, Sega has released other arcade fun rail shooters such as Let's Go Jungle and Let's Go Island, which are both <laughs> similarly fun games but don't quite recapture the essence of Ocean Master. In my humble opinion, I would have loved it if Sega gave this game a PC port with the mechanics of Typing of the Dead mm. or even a Wii port, but sadly, no. I've never heard of this light watch, and I want to check it out now. You Ocean good t- But I have heard of uh, Undead Kasabi. Said Carnival. Ah, yes. Carnival. I know the game is technically trash, but it's still such a unique shooter concept, <laughs> and the presentation made a really fucking cheap and cheating fucking shooter. So enjoyable to play. Also, it came out uh, when I was into corn, ICP, and Eminem, listening to pre listening preteen around ten years old, and I loved how gory it was. And a juggalo, I hate ten year old me sometimes. Also, Fago's fucking gross. Drink a Coke. Um. Uh, Ninja, please, <laughs> Ninja, man. Please. Uh, Dr. Wowie said... me. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Wowie. That's a good question. I created Alzheimer's man. And he's here to rescue me. Rescue me from a... From a nothing home. Somebody stealing my pills, Mega Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody knows what this I, reference is. I swear, we were here a second ago, Mega Man. Mega, Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dr. Wowie says, uh, Jackie Chan in Fists of Fire. At first glance, this looks huh? like another one for the pile of mid-90s Mortal Kombat cash-ins. Huh. But when you get into it, it actually plays surprisingly well. It's fast-paced and easy to learn with lots of juggling opportunities. It has three Jackie Chans to choose from. Five Animal Fist, Drunken Fist, and Project A, along with other actors from his stunt team to round out the roster. 100 years of entertainment. The whole thing has quite a bit of a low-budget charm, especially with the attract mode where Jackie Chan tells you whose game it is Amid stock explosion effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was released in 95, a year after developer Kaneko shuttered their U.S. operations. Oh. So it only had a limited official release in Japanese arcades, with some U.S. arcades importing it. By the time Rumble in the Bronx came out, Kaneko oh. was likely oh. in no shape to capitalize on it. So huh. this game was never ported or re-released. Oh. I'd imagine that it'd be a licensing nightmare to bring back today, as a publisher would need to strike a deal with whatever is left of Kaneko... All of the digitized actors slash actresses wow. and present day Jackie Chan. Holy shit! Yeah, that does sound impossible. That's yeah. I just want a lose screen where he says you're all garbage. Yeah. <laughs> all garbage. <laughs> you are all garbage. The Funky Fresh Rabbit said, 
I always wanted to see the Bucky O'Hare arcade game by Konami ported to consoles. Not only is it a fun beat-em-up, but it's kind of like the series finale the cartoon never got, since it was cancelled after only one half season. Really? It also included characters from the comics that weren't featured in the show, and had great voice samples, music, and visuals. Everyone remembers the NES Mega Man clone, but few got to experience the arcade game. For such a short-lived cartoon series, Bucky O'Hare did quite well for itself as a video game franchise. Too bad Konami doesn't give a shit about its games anymore. (laughs) I gotta say, even if Konami gave a shit about its its games, (laughs) Bucky O'Hare would be like number 100 on their list (laughs) of things to port. I can't believe it was only a half season. There was so much merchandise. There was toys, the game, like the theme song still stuck in my head. It was a subject I wanted to use for laser time with all of you. The name of the ship is Righteous Indignation. Like the the one franchise you feel like you let down by not being a fan of it. Every time I see Bucky O'Hare, like, why the fuck wasn't I head over heels for this shit? I wanted to watch it at the time. I just it was on like six in the morning. It was really hard to watch where I lived. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't get into it either. That's it, a pretty good question. Is what what franchise do you think you you let down? Let down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Laser Time Facebook community, Jason Heiser said, uh, "Not for console, but would be great as a smartphone game." Is the Budweiser Bar game? You play as a bartender who tosses drinks down three bars. This Tapper? <sighs> yeah, Tapper. Um, and, and has uh, has to catch empty glasses after they're done. Don't know why I love this game, but maybe my dream job is secretly to be a bartender. I mean, there Tapper's was like, real fun. There was a Budweiser yeah. branded version of Tapper and an uh, Xbox Live root Mick, beer Tapper. I thought it was Michelob. Oh, that's Budweiser. No, it was Budweiser. Okay. All right, yeah, I remember that logo. I played it. Also, in the Laser Time uh, Facebook community, which is really fun. And I want to say thank you again for Jonathan for the, the caricature of mock-ups of the yes. Talking Simpsons crew. Really neat. Very flattering. Oh, yeah. uh, stop it. <laughs> yes, you banks a Dolphin Blue. It's a side-scrolling 2D shoot 'em up that came out in 2003, which gives you an idea of how many people played it. Wow. Imagine if Metal Slug and Waterworld had a baby and you've Ooh. got the idea. Uh, wow. Oh, man. And uh, not a response, but Galton Carhart has some thoughts on Red Dead and his pregnant horse. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Raparez, VGA, Dave Rudden, Crescentista, no more Elston, Boo. <laughs> etc. Uh, just some thoughts real quick. It was announced yesterday, or, or a couple days ago, whatever, that Red Dead is now going to come out. It's been delayed, and it's going to come out on... Uh, so, uh, spring 2018. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, that's okay. That kind of game. Let it sit and cook a little while longer. That'll make it all right. That'll make it all right. I'll tell you what. I'm kind of tired of delays. Hmm. I'm kind of tired of them. And here's why. Because delays don't work in any other part of the world. All right? Now, tell you what. When I have a boss at my other job, not the farm job, see those two mares, they're pregnant. Tell you what. Uh... <laughs> Karina right here. Karina's due late June, mid-June, late June. And he's rebuilding. Push that back to spring. I got delayed. Uh, So, Karina, could you hold off on having your baby? (laughs) That would be fabulous. Karina's not going to accept that. It's not going to happen. When I I have my other job and I go to my boss and say, oh, by the way, that thing you wanted me to do, uh, today's not even the deadline. This This is the Red Dead comparison. Uh, today's not even the deadline. I'm just letting you know about two weeks in advance, it's not going to get done by that time. I'm just going ahead and letting you know, boss. And the boss goes, oh, that's fine. That's fine. I gave you a deadline just as a number. Just to put, They don't do that. They don't do that. You potentially go, you do the job or you get fired. 
So why is it we're cool when uh, Red Dead says it's gonna happen fall 2017? Oh, by the way, it's not. It's gonna happen spring 2018. I don't really care that it's spring 2018. I would much rather them have said it's gonna happen fall 2018, and then all of a sudden, oh, bonus to you as the consumer, it's gonna now come out spring 2018. I just find that stupid that we're cool with delays, except in the real world. Anyways, that's my thoughts. Y'all take it easy. Bye. Because goddammit, video games aren't the real world. Well, if you think they're art, or whether you think they're art or not, people need eggs, Gallatin Carhartt. Well, and they, I, need, they I, need cow what, meat and milk. What I would say about the delay is that I think uh, actually, you know, Rockstar used to be better, the one of the better people about mm-hmm. this. But like, nah. you don't, you shouldn't say a date until you know the date. But like, it is, it's, it's a stockholder say. thing. We have yeah, shit this year, and the, it's gonna be messy. It's gonna it, be massive. But it felt like even five years ago, they could say like, when we say a date for this GTA game, that is the date, and we're not moving it, and we'll only say it when we're sure. But I think now 2K is maybe a little pushier of just like. No, you gotta say when it's coming out. Couple, we, we need couple, to I think it a couple like RE seven did that, right? It just announced and like it didn't get to Hell play. yeah, I fucking love not, that. Not it was like, the public it's side. gonna be out on January. Yeah. Uh, like when it got announced, it's like it's out in six months. I remember I how, how weird it was we thought it was yeah, when we all worked together. Moved up. Mar- it moved up. Yeah, yeah it, it was did. like it November was... and then it moved up to October. And when when Gears of War announced like there's a new Gears of War, it'll be out in three months. Here's here's everything we have for you. Met its date and it's like you had three months to get excited about it. But those are more of these special circumstances yeah. these days. But I mean, you know, delays. Ha- I actually feel like, unless we're talking about Square Enix, delays don't happen as much these days. If you've I don't ever know. worked at one of these jobs, you expect delays. Like, announce this thing is happening, show how it's cool, mm. get people involved, mm. and it's going to get delayed to make it better. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, you know, it's not fine if you were really looking forward to playing this game, but... But, you Why would know, you be you looking forward to playing a game that's not finished or could be better? Mm-hmm. Well, you, especially when you're having... How can you say when, you like it? When you're having a good time with Friday the 13th, but if they had said, like, let's wait four more months and make this a finished game, that's The Kickstarter like is that. an accelerated universe well, where you get to but, be part of that. Yeah, but if you're also like, I have such a huge backlog, it's like, well, then... A, yeah. delay, a delay is not going to actually affect you that much. Yeah, I really uh, got to play near, man. I don't care what... I, <laughs> I got my delay first, everything else. I got my first ending. Oh, wow. I, I got through the fifth ending, so I'm good. How how long does each subsequent playthrough take? I did the so, first one. Here's the thing: uh, first playthrough, uh, you know, maybe Check. maybe 16 hours. Yeah, uh, that second, was like 15. Something second like playthrough is that over again from a different perspective. Third playthrough takes place after the first two playthroughs, okay. so whole new plot line. Wow. All right. uh, fourth playthrough. Uh, is it, is it after the third playthrough, Hank? That uh, or maybe I haven't played it. I'm the person. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm blanking now because uh, yeah, the third playthrough. All right. Well, I only yeah, wanted okay. to know generally speaking. But uh, so. you get to a certain point where you unlock a chapter select. So okay, like the last uh, couple uh, endings, you can just jump to pretty quickly. To, oh, I yeah. see. All right. So that sounds like in the forty hour range. Yeah, I think yeah. I spent about forty hours on it total. It's it's a very very interesting game. Yeah. New question of the week. Uh, in light of shenanigans with Friday the Thirteenth, uh, <laughs> watch the street. It's so yeah. fucking funny. What's your favorite or just most memorable uh, game chat memory? Well, for me, it is that FF stream YouTube.com. Just remember, we don't have a micro. I don't know where my PS4 microphone is. They can't hear us, so it's just Dave and I cracking up at ten year olds losing their mind over being castrated by Jason. <laughs> <laughs> we can't stop laughing. Uh, but my other one, like, 
it was I've said that before, but I, I rarely plug in my microphone when I got my Xbox three sixty. I've had a microphone since Counter Strike added it. With hitting the the letter T, I've been chatting with people. But uh Xbox maybe that's the one. <clears throat> my old girlfriend was a freak. And for some reason I've heard this story. Yeah. I know this story. It was it was great and um I, I don't I don't know what what provoked her to want to do this, but we you got you when you subscribe to Xbox Live originally it's like no one's going to subscribe to this fucking game unless we throw in an entire game and multiple uh, multiplayer demos. What I mean like Capcom's MotoGP, like the like the f- two or three levels of MotoGP you could play for free online. Mm-hmm. With, Just as a proof of concept. Yeah, as a proof of concept because like no one knew what console live games were going to be mm. but it also came with tetris worlds like a full-on four-player tetris game and mm. i for some i'm like this is fucking rad i didn't think there was a way to make tetris better for everybody and i started trying to get my girlfriend into and it didn't totally work because she wasn't good enough at tetris to play in the big league ranked matches of the <laughs> big guys on the xbox og live and i for, i feel embarrassed about it now but we just like well, what if we just fuck on the microphone. And I just remember... <laughs> I have somehow on my Xbox Live friends list, it's still my profile. They're just people here to hear my girlfriend and I mess around. We discovered very quickly, oh yeah, if you do shit to me, I'm not going to say shit to the microphone. <laughs> oh, I should do stuff to you and put the microphone on you while devastating assholes in Tetris. Um, <laughs> really fucking everything up. Uh, but like, uh, that's never really... that. It's, it's it's something that'll probably never happen to me again. I me having think so. Me having it's, I um, hope those log those that's not logged anywhere by the NSA. Chris Antista <laughs> fucking in Tetris Worlds uh, for the know, original <laughs> Xbox dot real player. <laughs> uh, uh, mine would be when we did. Uh, I actually almost never play online, and when I do, I don't have mics on. After uh, in my early Xbox Live experience was just like basically having the N word shouted to me. Until I muted everybody. So, the best times I've had with it, in more recent memory, was the multiple times we did the 24-hour marathons at Games Radar. And uh, especially, like, it finally got around my problem with online gameplay, which is I got to play with people who already like me, so they were (laughs) nice to me. And they weren't going to call me names, and we'd have fun playing yeah. Horde mode I, th- I think that's the, the root of my anxiety with voice chat, is, like, I like playing with people I know, or mm-hmm. that, like, I know will approve of me, but, like, so many of these games are just like, I'm just learning what to do, and it's going to be like that time when I accidentally kicked the soccer ball into a puddle when I was little <laughs> all over again, everybody's going to yell at me because I fucked something up. But by the time online gaming came out, I was really good at insulting people. I mm. Do it, it's fun. Pick a fight with me. Let's see how it goes. I, I will, I'll have a lot of fun, uh, no matter what happens. So I was never worried about that, and I just wanted to say it's a positive, non-sexual memory. I say it all the time, but just like loading up my 360 with the microphone going to Crackdown and not knowing that my world was accessible by another person a guy yeah. came and found me he's like oh I see you're missing these achievements let me help you yes. and he helped me find all the fucking achievements and he was really fucking kind and he guided me through the game and that part of that I saw in Friday the 13th it made me bummed out that like I don't by default plug in my microphone because of the negative connotation the, the negative aspects of online gaming which I think being optimistic won't define online gaming 
Forever? Forever. It shouldn't. I but not. I know you're talking. It's evident. It's real. It sucks for a lot of people. I happen to like fighting with people online. I'll fucking kill you, by the I, way. I don't need um, that anymore now. Yeah. But, but like, I'm, I, don't, I can deal with it. But I also don't want to deal with it. But someday, I think it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be like if you walked down and, and sat next to someone in an arcade, you wouldn't automatically be a dick. What's up, fig? <laughs> That's not going to happen. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. And, it would, and once, once your avatar is more associated with you as a person and your personal reputation, it's not going to happen. Sorry for talking. Brett? I yield the floor. Uh, I've told this story before, but one for me was uh, playing Left 4 Dead. And, it, I mean, Left 4 Dead is just already, like, you got to be talking constantly. Yeah. You kind of got to play with a headset. Um, you, you played traditionally with, like, some friends from back home for Oh, a while, yeah. Right? It was, like, four of us. And, I mean, we beat L4D1 on Expert, did mm. everything. And I think Left 4 Dead 2, we eventually beat on Expert. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But, uh, I mean, one, it was, like, hundreds of hours mm. just playing over and over and over again. But... Uh, it's just always fun because there's a level of spontaneity, like where a tank might come out, where this yeah. thing might happen, and you eventually learn like all the triggers and what where things might occur and where things are more likely to happen. Uh, now it's been almost almost ten years since Left 4 Dead, so some of this is kind of fuzzy. But I just remember one point, like one friend getting too far ahead, and then the tank just shows up, and the tank, and then I hear my friend yell, like. He got so startled by the tank <laughs> that he, like, threw his hands up and the headset, like, <laughs> flew off his head and kind of fell. So he's yelling off mic and you hear him go, like, <laughs> and, beca- and because of the proximity, because of the proximity, it looked like his, because to me, playing in game, his character is, like, 50 feet away. So now I hear my friend, what looks to be 50 feet away, being smacked around, like, launched through the air by the tank, just, oh, my God! And just listening to him yell until he is clearly dead. And just like the startled nature of throwing the headset off your own head. Like and it happens so fast that I'm like tearing up laughing. I'm like, this this whole round is forfeit. Like I'm not gonna recover. I'll meet you in the safe room! God damn It was just and, uh, that, that that always stuck with me. That's and uh, similarly with Crackdown, playing with Charlie like until the sun came up, just like I'm going to put on my Block Party album and uh, just listen to this and play Crackdown. Ah, 2005. 2006, Six. Silent Alarm. Oh, man. Well, I, I will say the... Uh, I, I don't know if any of you have ever played uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. I really want to give it a shot. But the, the chat, like... So, when the game starts you out, starts out a match, mm-hmm. like, everybody is in a plane that's crashing and you're going over this gigantic <laughs> island and you can bail out whenever you want. Uh, and you will want to bail out sooner rather than later because at least uh, in the matches I've been playing lately, like I think the last one, it was a toss-up between like three different people uh, blaring badly artifacted insane clown posse songs at the same time <laughs> over the chat channel. Fago, fago, fago! And- I made you out of fruit. <laughs> and one guy who was just repeating the N word as fast as he could, like that Alf thing. And she's like, oh my god, I have to get away from you people. F, F, bail out, bail out, bail out. Oh, thank god. <laughs> and then you turn around and they parachute right behind yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them just doing a halo jump to get as far as possible, as quickly as possible. You just dabbed into N-word, N-word, N-word territory, <laughs> son. Oh, oh god, one of these stupid assholes is going to shoot me in the head in 30 seconds. I just know it. Are you enjoying playing that? Uh, yeah, it is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is check like it, out. it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of so far. My experience is like a uh, first time like 
I went to like the nuclear power plant and like there was one guy who just like blundered into a building I was in and I shot him and took all of his stuff. But then like that's like at the outskirts, so the the ring closed in and uh, started like when the ring closes in, it like shrinks the battlefield, yes. and if you're outside of it, you you gradually die. Mm. And uh, but anyway, I think my favorite memory is playing the original SOCOM mm. on PS2 wow. and like jumping into a match. Was that the big online push that came with a microphone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping mm. into a match, and I just noticed like. Everybody, nobody's actually playing. Everyone's just crawling on the ground, like just going prone and like the wounds can't on heal. Cr- crawling alongside each other on both teams toward like just down this road. I'm like, what the fuck? And people are like, fuck off, we're having a race. I'm like, I want, I want to join in on this. So I like, I, I start crawling with them, and like somebody comes up and starts shooting people, and like, like two people from different sides jump up. And it's like, fuck off, we're having a race. Bam, 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 bam. Like, you guys gonna play or what? We are playing. We are we're playing. having a race. Somebody's got to run security on this marathon. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You're here to run flank on people who yeah, fuck yeah, up our like, crawling. That was, that was move along, sir. We're having a race. The multiplayer's over there. Exactly. You don't want none of this, sir. There's only three guys running in a triangle shooting each other. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Goddamn. That's one of my favorites. But let us know your favorites. Let us us know your favorite chat experiences. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the forum thread by asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show, presumably after what guests we have. Uh, Or you can go to the comments for... Episode 216 on com. Answer there. Or you can join the growing Laser Time community on Facebook and uh, and answer there. And uh, lots of options for, for all you people. But uh, that's been our show, so let's go out with some plugs. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. That's where you're going to find me. And uh, also... You should be listening to Talking Simpsons, the weekly podcast I co-host with Chris and Bob Mackey, previous guest on the show, where we go chronologically through every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning. We are deep into season five now. We've got some surprises lined up for you guys. So deep. Deep Space. Yes, Deep Space Homer. Is that the one this week? That is this week's episode. So give a listen to that. A great, great episode. A long episode, too. 90 whole minutes of Simpsons talk. (laughs) How do we keep doing that? God, I love The Simpsons so much. Brett? Uh, well, we're going to do some more VG Empires eventually. Uh, I don't yeah. know exactly when, but uh, that'll happen. And uh, Rock Band is the one I wanted to propose. Man, that's yeah. going to be a tough one to get through. The, uh, Molly Hatchet. You know, we were... Greengrass uh, and High Tide. Big, big Old song. Big Wolf Mother fan. <laughs> you know, we were waiting. Oh, do, do a Rock Band Beatles episode. I'll that throw, one end up expensive. I'll, yeah. I'll throw out... If I can monetize it. <laughs> I'll throw out Persona 5. We should do something with Persona oh, 5 yeah. and other Persona ephemera. I, and I, only, I bought... I said this on bonus. I bought the Warriors soundtrack on vinyl. Like It has both the score oh, wow. and the song. Mm-hmm. And I remember I said for Persona I couldn't figure out what seventies music, and I thought I said seventies or uh, Sesame Street, but it sounds a lot like the Warrior soundtrack. Mm. It's really good. Uh, I mean, this week Street Fighter Five did have a big uh, update. Like mm. Ed, new character came out. Mm-hmm. The Capcom, uh, the uh, Capcom Fighters Network, huge mm-hmm. relaunch, new servers, all that stuff. Cool. Uh, it, was, it was a big day. Like the Spain stage from Street Fighter Two showed up again, and Vega can climb the wall in the background. I saw that, awesome. uh, and it's it's like. 
people will not use this in a tournament, but it's mm-hmm. just like it's just fun. Like if you have a Street Fighter yeah. Two memory of like, oh yeah, would Vega would jump on the cage and jump off. Like that, happened, that was a really cool oh! touch. Like that exists again. Uh, but also like uh, Brave Wave put out their Ninja Gaiden CDs and vinyls uh, with like full cooperation from the composers involved, and all that stuff is beautiful. I got my CDs in a little while ago. Um, it's a great set, and I, I when I work, I did some contract work for Brave Wave and. Mostly, I had worked previously on the Street Fighter 2 vinyls, but uh, there was a little bit of just kind of like running through some track lists and uh, when I was doing the Brave Wave podcast, like just some light work in the very early stages of that, so I was very happy to see it come through, and it's it's really nice. I was kind of surprised listening to the track list on that, that like, oh, all this iconic music that I remember as being from Ninja Gaiden is actually from Ninja Gaiden 2. Oh, really? I, I, th- I think that's actually my favorite in terms of the sound. They're, they're both good, and 3 grew on me. There's like three or four songs from 3 that really stand out, but yeah, 1 and 2 are just like unapproachably amazing pieces of work and there's interviews and stuff in there and I'm a huge sucker for data discs buying their vinyls and they just did a Gunstar Heroes vinyl and put really that went up for sale last weekend wow. so uh Gunstar Heroes oh can't wait for that uh laser time that's it the, the uh I'm what I'm calling the final appearance of Brett and Grimm uh, no. <laughs> the follow up to the rap episode. After that, it's all just me and Dave. It's going to be tireless. It's, it's I, 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 I'm around. Shh. But 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 <laughs> no no. I wanted to, I want to really surprise everybody. I don't have I don't have a lot of plugs. But we did want to watch Wonder Woman this weekend. Are you putting yourself on the hook yeah, for that? Yeah, I'll watch it with you, and we yeah. can do. Do what we did with Guardians of the Galaxy 2 recently. Yeah, if you're listening to this really early, you can join us for a Wonder Woman spoilerific stream that we'll do yeah, on I mean, youtube.com slash laser time. E3 is just a little bit of ways away. I bet maybe there's some plans for that. That's right? true. That's true. And, and uh, i got to say, patreon.com slash laser time. It's how we live. It's how we're supported. It's how we keep making these shows. Um, we also have, I think you just did some cheap podcast stuff with Dave. Yeah, you can listen to uh, my thoughts on payback. And Backlash. And before uh, that's even over, <laughs> we're going to have another wrestling stream this week as well. Yeah, because there's fucking extreme rules. There's too Never much stops. wrestling. It's a lot of wrestling. <clears throat> Never stops. But with that in Danger Zone and Friday the 13th and Rhyme, you can see all those streams on our channel. They're, they've just been a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun this year. Thank you guys so much for your support. If you have anything left in your wallet at the end of the month, you can spare five bucks. Movie commentaries, cartoon commentaries, wrestling commentaries, uh, and an exclusive episode of Bonus Time tentatively titled after two years every single week <laughs> just the low cost yeah, of five dollars right. uh thank I mean, you guys so much i mean talk radar was tentatively titled for uh yeah. 2008 to never liked that title either I love it. just great. went to the charles schultz museum i'll talk about that on bonus time he hated the word peanuts he couldn't stand the fucking title hated it <laughs> i do too i always have doesn't make any sense should briefly change it to boners time it should be switch it, back. it should be called charlie brown sucks and everyone knows it ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should have been called the whole time well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Ooh, I had one of those that was the Borg symbol inside of it, and it was a keychain, and I kept it, and I would spin it. The original fidget spinner. Speaking of those, those were all over the place. Mm-hmm. When I was hey, up in the mountains, it, in the middle of nowhere, I the gas to, stations I went to a them. toy store in Santa Rosa, when right when you texted me, or called me. 
uh-huh. and it just said sold out of fidget spinners. Wow. They're that big. They're that big. Like middle of nowhere gas yeah. station had them. I'm worried that fidget cube. Basically, because they had those is, too. This is yeah. going to spoil a Talking <laughs> Simpsons point later, but that shut up, in, shut up. kiss my butt. Like that, that invention Homer sees in his dream. Uh, you know the. Uh, uh, when he owes Patty and Selma money, he's trying to think of this great invention. They're like, "This Homer, this you've saved the world." People are holding yes. a little cube in their hands. It's that. It does wow. look like that. It is that you see the corner of it? Wow. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> Let's get it on. Oh, there has to be something we can use. As I a don't think something so. funny. I just want to talk about miserable things. 